0: WARDCAST EPISODE
1: 143
0: GO!
2: That was the sound of fireworks of America's birthday Happy birthday, America Happy birthday, America Happy birthday, Die Hard 2 did it come out on the 4th of July? Yeah, it did. Was it born on the 4th of July? <laughs> yeah.
3: That's a good fun fact, though. Yeah? Definitely, I feel more enlightened. I've never seen Die Hard 2.
2: Yeah, you could skip it.
3: Oh, apparently, I have.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> that works I know out. he shoots the gas tank on the plane, or shoots he shoots the gas leak. Like, he mm. shoots at the leaking gas out of the plane, right? And it right. sparks it, and then the fire goes up to the plane, and it blows up. That's why it's more realistic.
2: You see?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Understood. I mean, I like that. They never myth busted that. Uh, Welcome to Project White Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I've yeah, i never seen it. That's the only part I know. It takes place in an airport, right? Yeah, it's basically Die Hard 1 in an airport. Okay. And right. it's also in Christmas? Yeah. Cool. Smart. I like it. Yeah. Well, I'm Dylan Alvento, and that was the voice of Will Blanton. Giving us the the, the hard, die-hard facts that we need. Has anyone seen 4?
2: Which one is that? Starring Justin Long? Isn't that that the one where... um, Kevin Smith. Warlock! Warlock. It's my favorite one, to be honest. I'm more of a Star Wars guy. What was the one that got
3: lots of die-hard fans very upset because it made Bruce Willis the villain? Like, suddenly his character is just like, I don't like saving people anymore, and now he's a terrorist or something? Ooh, I'm into it. Maybe it's 5? I think that one was five Five takes place in like Russia and involves his son.
0: Maybe then his son plays is played by it's not Channing Tatum, but it's one of those, Mm. you know, handsome, handsome, handsome white boys, boys. handsome yet doughy kind (laughs) of white boys. (laughs) Maybe it was one of the Hemsworths. I don't know. A little pudgy, but they're like in Chernobyl for like part of it. And they're like stopping some sort of
3: terrorist plot i don't know i I haven't haven't seen in chernobyl yes like aka the one area of the world you can maybe spend 15 minutes in tops is it that sitting on top of the
2: elephant it's not that radioactive yeah
3: no it's still like but you can't too bad you can walk on the sidewalks okay yeah you can do that yeah but like they i think they give you badges uh i was reading about this the further in you get like you can take tours but they essentially give you badges
0: for like how far you can go in
3: uh, with like a like a radio radioactivity sensitive sticker on it. Oh, oh. like a Geiger counter in it, kind of. Yeah. Click? So you have to like keep periodically check your badge, and like if you're green, you're fine. If it turns yellow, it's like get out of there. And if it's red. if Don't it turn turns that. red,
0: I, I'm really into this Metro ARG. <laughs> yeah,
3: but if it turns red, like it legit, it's basically like you know stay as long as you like. You're, you're <laughs> rest of your life as it were even like whatever <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: well that was the voice of alex damrath giving us those hot chernobyl facts hi hi how are you doing i like creepy weird things <laughs> awesome <laughs> yeah uh my, I think this has been established one of my professors has a sharded glass from chernobyl really yeah That's it's, cool. uh, it, it ha- it's radioactive but it's alpha radiation mm-hmm. and alpha radi- radiation is not that ionizing so it can't even penetrate your skin Oh, so like okay. beta, so it's like alpha, beta, gamma in order of least lethality. Fun. Yeah. Okay. Um. So it 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 can damage your internal organs, but it can't pierce your skin. So if you were to swallow the shard of glass,
3: you would be dead. You also don't really want to sh- swallow a shard of sure, glass, which though. is like an
0: inherent That's- defense mechanism against <laughs> mishandling this yeah. radioactive.
2: That's how evolution works. We we have been evolved to avoid eating glass because it may be radioactive. It started with we try to
0: eat sand, right. and 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 glass is the child of sand. So the, the I child. I feel of like sand? we figured yeah, it all out. Child of sand. Child, child of, of sand. sand.
3: That's a really good band name. Yeah. Game name. <laughs> <laughs> D Ep- and name. Episode <laughs> title. Yeah. Episode title.
2: <laughs> That'd be a great a post-apocalyptic movie. We're gonna go from Fury Road to Child of Sand i'm into it guess what i bet
0: you there's never gonna be another mad max movie
2: <laughs> you heard it here first so you better
3: enjoy fury <laughs> road i mean it is good that fury road's really really great it's a wonderful send-off but i'd feel pretty sad apparently the film rights are all sorts of fucked. yeah that's oh, what that's i heard a, yeah wb kind of tossed them into the four winds <laughs>
0: <laughs> the wb frog kicked george romero in the nuts <laughs> <laughs> and they walked off. hello my baby hello my. <laughs> um oh, poor romero why well, have an important uh headline here that i feel like needs to be discussed All okay right. um this is kind of old uh it's happened around e3 time uh but i feel like it still it still has some some relevancy, relevancy. yeah uh Man steals tank-like armored vehicle from National (laughs) Guard, leading police on epic chase through U.S. City. This is from The Independent, and this is referring to uh, a man who stole an APC from, uh, what fort was it? Fort Pickett, which is nearby, and then drove it through Richmond, Virginia to be stopped by the Boys in Blue, Richmond's Mm. Finest, somewhere downtown, and I can't believe I forgot to bring it up. It happened like the day before the E3 talks. I was like, oh, we d- we're good- we're going to talk about this. <laughs> and then just everything happened. got bulldozed yeah. by E3. Well, we got bulldozed by E3 and then we did that event the day of yeah. the E3 podcast. I'm just like, well, I forgot.
2: So, yeah, I remember this. It's so good. I have a lot of mixed feelings on it. Really? Like First of all, why would they say tank? Why'd they get everybody's hopes up with tank?
0: <laughs> They're like, oh, shit, a tank. And then it's, just, it's literally an APC. I knew it was an APC by the first photo because yeah. I played Advance Wars. Yep, yep. I'm <laughs> like, I know exactly what this is. <laughs> you know, a rectangular box with one slant on the front for the window and then tank treads. A like-
2: dude at work apparently knew the guy. Oh, good. I oh no kidding. like some, it might have been like a meetup or something and he met the guy. Mm-hmm. And then I started checking out his Twitter and it, I don't really remember that much, but it was really weird. Like, he was live tweeting him, like, in the APC before. Well, uh, apparently he was under the influence of some sort of drug. Cool. He was on cocaine or something. This was premeditated, though. He was, like, tweeting, like, screenshots of the Capitol. Yo,
0: yo, yo. yo.
2: (laughs) You ready for this? You ready for this? viral content right here. He also likes anime and stuff, so that was fun.
3: So there's Dylan's justification that anime is a gateway to, to yes. drugs and to, driving to crime. an AP movie. You're literally <laughs> under attack.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> On U.S. soil. <laughs> we are not safe. There's no safe harbor anymore. I, I was going to mention, I think, that it was, expolu- like, bar none, probably the worst Eric Andre sketch I've ever seen. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will
0: trust that right there. <laughs> uh, that's
2: good stuff. That is good stuff. Yeah, I hope I'd, the dude's okay, though.
0: He's going go to go to prison for a long time, so right. I'm sure he'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Three square meals. Mm-hmm. Possibly a padded cell. Who knows? He, he was running for elected office at one point. Right, right. Yeah, for yeah. like U.S. Oh my gosh. You know, for the House of Representatives or something, and like lost to, or no, he was running for, for Senate. He was like running against Tim Kaine and then lost in a primary Imagine or something. That. It's like, what? what are you even doing?
2: <laughs> he really likes open source i think
0: yes he contributed to like a big open source project like yeah. npm or something i don't know but <laughs> this guy had a history and he was like a i guess a, some sort of analyst or tech you know yeah
2: specialist in the guard his national guard right it wasn't like i, I Army, think so Army, was it? i think Fort. he Pickett. wasn't a real soldier wow <laughs> whoa <laughs>
0: Let's let's be clear. Like if we're gonna shit on a branch of the military, let's shit on the Coast Guard, okay? <laughs> like the guys can't the guys can't leave water. <laughs> like at least Navy like has planes. Like yeah, come on, that's true. Uh,
2: yeah. They have APCs though. Aquatic APCs.
0: What are those called? They're, th- those exist. Boats. Like the. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they got hats. Will they got oh, hats yeah. on the top to shield you? U boats. No. Yeah?
2: Mm -hmm. Okay. Amiibos. Wound by Amiibos.
3: Speaking of, Alex, how's your Amiibo collection doing? Has it it grown? No. Not since the last time you asked me. Uh, (laughs) I haven't had many Amiibos that I want in particular. Uh, There's going to be more, though. Uh, Waiting on that Solar Amiibo. Looks good. Coming out with the game, which Uh, got pushed back. So we're waiting on that in September now, right?
2: I have no idea. Something like
3: that um what else uh looking at those news the new not the squid sisters but the the new idols from splatoon 2 oh when they pearl come out and, pearl and
0: marina mm-hmm. um also i think it's coming out late summer yeah dark souls if oh. i'm if not mistaken i thought i read uh, like they, they, pushed they pushed it back to september again one.
3: I thought that That's was the first one. But sure, maybe. let's go. Sure, okay. it's never coming out. Will <laughs> yeah, it's, it's okay.
0: Just play it on PC. Like the remastered editions, there you can get through Blighttown
2: fine. I already have the original version. That'll be fine enough.
0: <laughs> mm. But with the
2: frame rate though, and they fixed no. With it. on on computer, it was fixed day one. Yeah, yeah but apparently, still, yeah, a-
3: apparently, still had issues with Blighttown. Like because the frame rate was so high, things in Blighttown were uh. damaged. <laughs> like.
2: I never really experienced that. Okay. You're just <laughs> zipping around that area. <laughs> yeah. It's like playing Quake with a lag switch.
3: <laughs> oh, geez. Um, What else? And yeah, when they re release Smash Amiibos, I'll have a second chance to get some of the ones I missed and all the new ones. What are you missing? Um, Wario for sure. I know I'm missing him. Okay. Uh, Lucario. Uh, I don't know all of them off the top of my head. Uh, I don't think I'd have Dr. Sure. Mario. Sure, you don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Diddy Kong you got Diddy Kong? Who's Lucario? I don't have Diddy Kong. He's a Pokemon.
2: Oh, I mean, I was thinking it might be like another Mario, like, like Wario, Lucario. What, what are uh, Lucario's colors? It's a good question. I mean, it sounds kind of like tropical to me. So I'm kind of envisioning like sort of an. Well, Yellow, orange, and purple. Okay. I like that. That that's, Maybe, okay.
0: Yeah. You literally yeah, yeah.
2: listed it's, that didn't work. Two
0: of three <laughs> colors that have already been used. <laughs> orange.
2: Okay, like like a nice bright orange. But you know, it's like yeah. you know tropical Skittles colors. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can see that green uh green apple, right? Yeah, that's what everyone's mad about. Got it.
3: Um. So yeah, Lucario, Doctor Mario, Wario. I don't think I have. Um, the Me's. I don't have any of the Me ones. Me Fighter. The Me Fighters.
2: Can you make uh, a customized me amiibo?
3: I really wish you could. God, that would be, that would sell like
0: hotcakes, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, you can go for that. You
3: could do it yourself, but they don't make them like, like, I always remember, I thought this was the coolest fucking thing. And I haven't seen another company take advantage of this, but I guess it was Blizzard in the early 2000s. They had enough money to try something like this. That's right. But the World of Warcraft oh, printed, statues. Yeah. No, that's a third party. Blizzard yeah. didn't do that. Oh, they didn't? Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, that was another company, but they were super cool. They were. My God cousin damn. got one. Oh, and I always thought like that was the, the coolest thing. God, I want
0: one. I burn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but now if I had like my mage is like it's in stupid
3: green gear, like I found <laughs> this off a random dude. Like it's not gonna look cool at all. I uh well, I've been I've been playing Monster Hunter stories and it's giving me more appreciation for the Monster Hunter stories amiibo that I have. And I really wish that one like looked like my character. Like if I could get that sent in and have that happen i'm sure i'm sure be down
0: there's some sort of black gray market
3: that would <laughs> more than willing to take care of your needs there's yeah there's probably some kind of 3d printer out there um yeah uh but yeah mostly i think above all i am excited for the new smash characters getting mm-hmm. amiibo is that confirmed yes they have officially said, like you know, they're like with the reprints, all of the characters that didn't get an amiibo because you know they weren't in Smash Four, right. Are getting one, so there's going to be a Snake amiibo. Well,
2: that, not really
3: that
0: that yawn was not fake, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> like that yawn existed. It was like mid yawn when Alex was talking.
3: Um. So not putting on airs over here. Yeah. Snake, Ridley, Pichu. Uh, oh man, Ice Climbers. Uh
0: um look i like the ice climbers i think people hating on the ice climbers is just bullshit
3: ice right? climbers are
2: real cute ice climbers yeah. are cool yeah ice climbers deserve when is everything. Blastermaster blaster master getting an amiibo is it blaster master or master blaster
3: i think blaster i said master. master blaster last time and We're i, I think you up. correctly it i am me. i didn't correct you on the show i am 99 percent certain it is blaster master Okay, because we're either talking, going back to to, to (laughs) Son of Sand.
2: (laughs) Master Blaster was like uh, uh, an electronic uh, musician in the 90s. All right, Blaster Master is the game,
0: the Mm -hmm. NES game where you hunt down your mutated frog friend, and Master Blaster is the enemy in the Mad Max films.
2: Oh, He's also, it's also a good Stevie Wonder song. So you're
3: gonna look that up too? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'd like a a blaster master amiibo. Oh, that'd be cool. Stevie Wonder's not dead, right? No, are okay. sure? I hope not. Got
0: bad
2: news <laughs> for you. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> died 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, Hit
2: him, Paul McCartney, yeah. the same car crash.
0: <laughs> Ebony and Ivory like <laughs> it takes on a way new meaning now. <laughs> Oh geez, uh, so that's what's happening with the Bebos. Amiibos. Amiibos with a, with the Bebos. Um, man, customies would be good. Every time I open up my friends list on Switch, I just
3: laugh at Will's <laughs>
0: profile picture.
3: <laughs> this is me lounging <laughs> on the side. Uh, I think I need I need I definitely need more be uh, friends on Switch that have me profile pictures. Yeah. yeah. Don't use the default pictures. Shout out. No, not shout out. I'm calling out every single person (laughs) without a me profile picture on the Switch. What are you doing? Justin, Nick. Uh, uh,
2: That's
3: all I know. My friend Kyle. Kyle, if you're listening to this. Get together Kyle. What the hell? (laughs) Get a fucking me.
0: (laughs) there's like Justin Mitchell's on. I'm like, oh cool. And it's just the link shield. I'm like, come on. Come on. You're better than this. (laughs) Justin, you look cool as a me. They're so good. God, the one that's just like their entire face takes up the square and that's ruthie's <laughs> <laughs> it's just
3: ruthie dead-eyed just encapsulates the entire field of view It's just amazing mine looks like he's he's like a five-year-old pretending to be an airplane like he's got oh, yeah, the he's arms outstretched like, Brr. and then uh what like my fiance's is just like face poking out the corner you just see like the top half of her head and her that's eyes good. yeah <laughs> I mean, mine's
0: kind of boring it's just me like it's like me getting my driver's license
3: photo, <laughs> but but by but by way of everyone else being so silly, yours is kind of silly. That's this just, It stands out. I'm
0: deadpan man. Yeah,
3: you're you're this you're the straight man. Always will be.
0: <laughs> uh, will, we're gonna go ahead and get this out of the way. Have you been playing anything? No, not at all. All right, cool. Alex, hi. You want to talk about games while will sits What's in the corner this? and watches us? <laughs> will, um, interact, <laughs> engage with I, the
2: material. Okay, so I did. I did experiment with uh two different game frameworks. Mm-hmm. I played with heaps okay. um, made by Nicholas Kanas. Did
3: you also play with mounds? to help out I did have a Mars bar okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey! um,
2: but it was made by this dude Nicholas. he's actually the founder of hacks uh, um, he's like, hacks is bullshit. We're going we're going over here. We're going to heaps no, it's still a it's still a hacks framework um
0: so to clarify and you hacks is just a language right yeah yeah it's just a programming language hacks
2: is like a compiler basically okay and a language and then heaps it's really confusing uh i use hacks Flixel. like keep using making new libraries so it's not making it any easier yeah and hacks Flixel, uh uses OpenFL, which is like a an open source flash api mm-hmm. basically and that uses I heard that's dead. Lime to render for rendering. Okay. And then Lime is just a rendering framework built in hacks.
0: But, you know, you could just use Unity and be in complete ignorance about all this stuff for the rest of your life and it's great.
2: <laughs> I I do kind of like wish there were there was a better way of just like installing something once and then playing with it but it's not too bad well
0: if you just use bower it's really easy you just put the command line <laughs> yeah you
2: do have to install some stuff like that but but yeah so heaps is cool uh it's not for me the api is just kind of goofy like for instance a sprite isn't like a graphic it's just like a container that can or cannot contain a graphic okay which makes some sense because you can do some i mean it's basically sort of like what a Game object is in Unity, sure. I guess.
0: What other kind of data can it hold?
2: All kinds of stuff. Okay. Scripts I mean, or anything where... really, yeah.
0: Okay. Colliders?
2: Uh, I'm pretty sure. I didn't really get too far into it. Is there After... an editor window in this one? No. God damn.
0: <laughs> when you're like, okay, now I'm going to draw the screen. I'm like, what?
2: There is a um a popular hacks uh, editor for game framework engine thing called Armory 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, which is free and stuff, but it's 3D, so out out the window with that.
3: I I make my own 3D. Yeah. Well, how often do you make like HTML games?
2: Every day for work, oh, right? Yeah. Have you looked up uh, superpowers? Yeah, I wasn't too into it. Okay. Oh, you've you've mentioned this before. It was yeah. It it, it is cool. I'm 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 into it existing. Okay. I'm just it's not for me. Gotcha.
3: I've been meaning to try it out. I wanted to see if anyone had opinions.
2: But um, and then the other framework I tried out was Hacks Punk, uh, sequel to Jazz Punk. (laughs) It's actually (laughs) uh, the sequel to Flash Punk, which was sort of (laughs) another Flixel-like framework for Flash. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it a Flixel-like or Flixel-light? Uh, it's Flixel-light. Okay. No, it's actually it's pretty cool. I got excited because like on a cursory glance, it looks like a entity component system kind of thing right which you were messing with before with in yeah. Hax yeah uh but it's i can't find any components it's all entities <laughs> where where'd they put them <laughs> yeah so i I don't think it's really like ecs i think it's just like they call the the main object in that framework an entity got it so that was fun and then i sort of like made my own i've already made a ecs system for flixel but i think it was too uh too it was bumping up against flixel's framework Mm -hmm. too much so i made sort of like an ecs light thing where it's not super crazy entity component systemy but it's you have your sprites that are entities and you can add components and the components get updated and this is all for what future game stuff okay. i want to get i want to i've played around a little bit with like composing entities with components so like basically like the big thing is that like right now if i make a player the player can jump and move and do all these things but like i'm just putting all that in the player class mm-hmm. in the celeste player class uh-huh. but it's getting even longer <laughs> you know with EC, uh, an, an entity component system the entity is the player and then like a real entity component system would be like the graphic is a component. Everything's a component. But with mine, it's basically like these different behaviors are components. So I can like create a jumping component or like a, uh, I can combine like AI stuff so that I can make something that bumps against walls and turns around or jumps at a ledge. Or, and
0: this would be all for the purpose of like encapsulation, right? So yeah. you just don't have everything just piled into the single script.
2: Right. And I can just, like, reuse stuff. And, like, I think beyond just, like, programming with better patterns, I think it's also, like, it helps when you're coming up with stuff. So, like, if you want to come up with a new enemy instead of being, like, what is the enemy I'll come up with? Maybe it's a ghost. Maybe it's a lizard.
0: You have a a basically parent
2: that you're then inheriting from that. and, And you just have, like, this big palette of, like, different behaviors that you can... That's what scriptable objects are basically yeah. in 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 unity. I mean, been, unity is like very entity component good for system. That, right? yeah. Um
0: I really like the scriptable object stuff because I can just I'm using it primarily for um cuz everything in peak is uh uh based on sprite layers. Mhm. So there's a shader and anything that's in front of that or a higher number than the uh shader that the cutaway shader Uh, gets cut away and anything behind it gets revealed. Uh And so that's how the two different worlds thing works. Um, But it's really hard where I'm like, oh, okay, the scout sprite should be on it. Well, scout is like eight different sprites stitched together. right? And I'm like, all right, well, that should be on a different layer. But then I have to change basically the entire relationship of that hierarchy, that scout hierarchy. And then I have to change that. And then I have to make sure that doesn't like, oh, okay, well, now his left foot is behind the platform <laughs> so when he falls his foot disappears or whatever right, right. Um, so I mean a scriptal object is basically just like in the editor it has every single sprite layer listed with an integer and I just change that on the fly and then everything ah.
2: has a reference to that that's pretty nice and it,
0: and it updates in the uh, in the editor right. so I don't even have to have the game running um, so I can just type that boom alright mountains are now more in the background whatever other games that don't have this crazy thing like, um, was it Jenny McClure? Is that, that game? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's McClure. Maybe I'm just thinking of McClure. Um, or Hollow Knight or uh, Lightfall. They all just use the Z-axis, right? Right. So when they take the thing out of a 2D camera and they, you know, give it perspective and wrap it around the thing, you know, Hollow Knight's on one plane and then all the foreground stuff is, like, higher in the Z-axis and all the background stuff is l- less in the Z-axis. And I yeah. just assume it's all, like, probably only in, like, two or three different sprite layers because they're mm-hmm. just using... The z-axis for uh, their hierarchy, right? But I can't do that because, like, the shader is using. Yeah, I bet I could probably tool with it to use the
2: z-axis, and it might make it easier. It's it's fun to abstract that kind of stuff out,
3: right? Yeah,
2: yeah. So that's what I've been doing instead of instead playing playing games, playing games, doing
0: your goddamn (laughs) job. No, I'm just kidding. No, I think it's good. The only thing I worry about, and I kind of had this concern last week with Val. Um, who was going to join us today but ended up not being able to make it. Um is I just don't want you sitting there and feeling like you're not doing oh, yeah, anything. Yeah. So like obviously you know this. I know this. Ask questions when you want to. Whatever.
2: Um, if, if a poop joke comes up, I'll be here waiting. Nail it. Yeah. <laughs> Bullseye.
3: <laughs> um well, since you're talking about game dev, Alex been working on anything? You want to talk about? Uh honestly, lately no. Um I've put a lot of things on the back burner just to sort of sort new life situations out but that's uh that car the new car
0: you gotta deal with that car situation before you get back to game dev i do um Yeah, laptop mount for your passenger seat (laughs) (laughs) code in the car every 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 red light yeah
3: (laughs) two lines of code for every red light (laughs) i think um that's a good idea
2: (laughs) uh that's what cops do they're just making games yeah yeah
3: check out this gm game
0: i made <laughs> getting really into bitsy <laughs> but so nothing on the game different uh no nothing really to talk about okay um, um i kind of want to talk about some stuff uh game dev wise that i was tooling around with um i'm redoing the art and <gasps> <in> peak <gasps> i'll send you guys that new scout sprite yeah. and then you didn't say anything
3: oh
2: so it thanks guys too yellow i mean not yellow enough i don't remember <laughs> <laughs>
0: flux fucked it up, Dylan. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I um, actually start adding like textures to it and stuff mm-hmm. to make it more like a paper craft feel, oh, which cool. I'm really li- liking. Uh, like the shirt is uh, actual like uh, watercolor paper texture. And uh, the pants and the hat use like a uh, leather texture. And I'm doing that with all like the environment stuff too. So I have like a tree and the tree has like, basically have like a, a square um, texture of like tree bark. That i make the size of the tree instead of like tiling it because that wouldn't look very good
2: um are you gonna make a cool shader so that it looks like the edges of the thing are like torn paper
0: um maybe not because I feels that that might be a little bit of work because <laughs> um, i don't know shader tech that well but i li- like i'm already like i've only made like a handful of stuff and I'm, like this already looks really good so i yeah. think i'm gonna make like some key art or like an art test nice. like different environments and stuff and tweak with that and then go back to
2: are you enjoying it
0: yeah um it's just slow going because you know as user-friendly as illustrator can be it's still like all right gotta make this vector all right and now i gotta merge the vector with the i gotta join it with this other shape oh wait that you know i forgot so like originally like the tree was just a rectangle right it yeah it's a very tall skinny rectangle and i drew um so i put the 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 bark texture and then i had like a 50 like or an 80 percent opacity like brown color over top of that and i was using like uh clipping masks right to like Mm -hmm. make sure the texture was only in the shape of the tree um and then i put the color over top and then i drew line art like actual bark quote unquote like just line art and it looks really good um and i was using some influences to to get that Uh, i really like the artist that worked on the game two dots um he has a lot of really good stuff on his portfolio and right finding inspiration from that and i did that and i'm like Uh, this needs like a tree trunk that like bows out and actually looks like a a trunk that comes out yeah but so i have to redo that process all over (laughs) because it's using a clipping mask but i need to like remake the shape to do the clipping mask again and reclip the the texture and i made that i'm like all right that looks good it needs branches and so i have to redo it again (laughs) oh man And so it's just kind of that very like repetitive iterative iterative process i'm just like "Mm -hmm." But, I mean, it's probably, like, the easiest pipeline you could possibly expect from something like that. Like, I, I can't imagine, like, it getting any easier outside of, like, some of the wonky stuff mm-hmm. Illustrator sometimes does, where it snaps to pixels I don't want it to snap oh. to or shit like that. Yeah. But besides from that, it's fine. I'm really liking that. Um, Music-wise, I haven't really touched music in Peak in forever, but you and I were talking, we've talked about before about um, getting a good sequencer or some sort of like, I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, I'm say I'll, I'm a little music inclined, but I'm not like, I can't start with like Ableton, right? And be right. like, I don't know. I don't know what these <laughs> samples are. I don't know what any of this <laughs> is. Um, so I like more visualizer yeah, music creators. So um, Colleen shared that beatbox thing right? like a month or two back. And I really like that. And I just like, um, and I really like the process we had. I'd be yeah. like, hey, here's a basic like beat, you know, kind of rhythm I have, and I throw it to you and you're like, I got this. Like, I'm gonna make this even better.
2: <laughs> Juice it up.
0: Yeah. And and I think that was good. Um like I, I wasn't even using that bottom layer, the drum track or whatever it is. Right. Um, but once I saw you do it using it, I was like, no, I need to. And it's all browser based, really yeah. good, and all the data is stored <laughs> in the in the URL. It's a really cool program. I really like yeah. it. Um, it's probably like the best cause I've tried Bosca Scioli and it's just, I don't like the samples in that. Yeah. It's a little too, you know, grungy and, and chip tuning, but mm-hmm. I like this. It's got, you know, I feel like you can do a lot. You can make it really synthy or you can make it really, uh, you know, um, bandy like big bandy or other, other different stuff. Yeah. Maybe more rock influenced. So I'm going to mess with that more. But yeah, that's
2: cool. And you were trying to make it work with
0: hacks weren't you? Yeah,
2: I really tried and I I got really far with it. Like almost to the point where I was just like this is done. Why isn't this working? And then I just found out that like this specific way to basically like push sample data like a sample array buffer into the computer is like broken in OpenFL right now. Oh and like, they, wait for
0: that that commit, yeah. And that poor and, quest, like
2: it's like it's just. I, I don't think it's gonna be done anytime soon because like they're worrying about a lot of other stuff. So, oh, because kinda, especially with they're trying to do their switch push. Yeah, so I sort of abandon it for now, but maybe one day I'll get back to it and be able, because that's really my dream. Is like I've I'm I'll never be a good enough programmer to actually like make Nintendo games or whatever, but I always wanted to make games that have like programmatic music in them you know what i mean okay so like instead of just loading an mp3 or whatever it's playing something it has an inherent sequencer which is just like a weird nitpicky type thing like i don't think there's any real advantage to that like i'm not talking about like changing it on the fly or stuff like that i'm just talking about like how i want my music in the game um how much hypnospace have you looked at because Jay has like a full
0: sequencer in that.
2: Uh, a little bit. I'm kind of excited for it.
0: The beta is going on right now. If you probably if you hop on their Discord or talk to Mike
2: Rose, he probably give you a. That'd be kind of cool. I could Alex. probably
3: get an in with that. Yeah. Since Your
0: content's in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I give you my 3D model <laughs> from 10 years ago. <laughs> give me a beta key. <laughs> I could probably get one from Jay. I, 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 I'm really interested in that game. I just don't know if I have the time to. I don't want to get a beta key and be like, oh, I don't have time for this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. How about games, guys? Yeah. Ooh. Video games. They're still I've been, happening. I've been playing a few of those. Yeah? Yeah. Tell me about one.
3: Uh, just one. Just one of them. Just one. Well, the one I've probably been giving the most attention to lately is Overwatch. Wrecking Ball is no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of that. Um. Uh. But uh. Monster Hunter has uh-huh. a spinoff. Hmm. Um. That was released maybe three or four years ago. I forget. Okay. Um. This uh spinoff plays a little bit more like a traditional JRPG. It was sort of talked up when it came out as a bit of a Pokemon light. Okay. Uh, instead of hunting monsters, you're befriending them and you're carrying around a party of them and they have abilities that help you traverse the overworld. Um, it's sort of story based where you go from area to area helping people out. And I feel like at least given how much I have played of it and how much I've tried to play of, of new Pokemon. So anywhere from like X and Y XY to Sun and Moon. Um this is doing a lot of what I liked in Pokemon better. Uh, How so? All right. So and this is Monster Hunter Stories. Monster Hunter Stories. Clarify. Yes. Okay. Uh, one thing I really okay. One thing I want to get out of the way real quick here though is I think, bar none, it's the prettiest 3DS game I've ever played. Okay. They've got a very specific art style. They pushed it to the to its limits, and and they've made a lot of really cool effects happen on this tiny machine. Um i mechanically so uh there's a couple things that like lots of pokemon fans ask for a lot that uh monster hunter i feel like given its reputation felt like it could probably move forward on so um much like everyone's asked you know why don't we have our pokemon with us and like they walk around with us or why don't we have it so like we can ride them or that sort of thing that's part of what Monster Hunter Stories is, like, all about, is whoever is in your lead in your party is wandering around with you, and you can also at any point hop on their back and use their movement abilities, mm-hmm. which, actually, I just unlocked the coolest thing ever, I didn't realize, until yesterday. But it's called if, Surf. If you're on the back of one that can fly, uh, your fly ability is legit, like, no, it just, you're in, like, a free-form flight now, uh, like, exploring the overworld. Like, like, Fuggle?
0: Like, Fugle? Yeah. That's bit, pretty rad. Like, a, bit like Fugle,
3: a bit like Fugle, but probably not as intense. Um, hmm. I mean, it's, it's still like a sort of basic JRPG overworld that you're roaming around, but now you sort of have like free access to every little hidden area among it's like the map. Like an
2: airship in classic Final Fantasy games.
0: It only flies if you name your monster Sid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, thank you. That's my only Final that's, Fantasy joke. <laughs> that was good. That was good.
3: <laughs> not bad. Um, let's see. And and so like the the process of collecting monsters is interesting because now you're um when you fight any Pokemon that you fight you can capture that's sort of the gist right
0: Pokemon or monster
3: uh Pokemon any Pokemon that you fight that's wild you can you can capture And monster hunter how it works is like you get them weak enough that uh you use uh you can use an item called a paintball or there's just like a random chance this will happen anyway mm-hmm. but Had like to be a ball. You can mark them a peaball. a P-ball. <laughs> you can mark them, and then uh, they will try and retreat. And there's, like I said, there's a chance they'll do this anyway. And uh, if they do retreat, um, then their uh, nest is marked on the map, mm-hmm. so you can oh. find the nest, go to it, and then you steal their eggs, kill their family. Aww. <laughs> So then like there's this whole process of like taking the eggs back with you. You hatch them and raise them on your own. And so you don't actually like capture monsters. You like have you have them as pets from the beginning.
0: Practice. You just. (laughs) You just become an ice (laughs) enforcer. Uh, (laughs) It's perfectly humane.
3: (laughs) Putting these eggs in these cages. Right. Um, So the
2: babies imprint on you. That's right. the big difference,
3: mm, right? It's not like you just rip them out of you know their their natural habitat. Or like now you live with me in this ball. It's no, they're your friends. You give them a saddle. You raise them. It's it's nice and friendly. Aang's mother tried to get across the border, <laughs> so we had to. <laughs> so the monsters are, of course, like previous Monster Hunter monsters, like that have come from other games. Then um, there's a part of this that definitely comes from I think being a fan of the series. Uh, you can definitely have a sense going into it where like, oh, I loved fighting this guy or this guy is my favorite. So you have an opportunity now that you didn't have in the others too. instead of just like you're killing them, now you can befriend them and like take them on adventures, which I think was like the big goal of this was to give pe- uh, people who liked that aspect of the world, the the colorful, natural, like right. the designs of the animals and, and everything, um, a better chance to explore that aspect. Cool. Um,
0: and you said this game is like three, four years old?
3: Yeah, like it came out when I was in college and I had initially dismissed it because like I like core Monster Hunter. I like the combat yeah, and I like the baby Monster <laughs> Hunter. Wasn't really into like a JRPG spinoff.
2: Sure. Isn't there a Monster Hunter that's kind of like pat upon?
3: Uh, yeah, it was Japan only on the PSP, I think. But yeah. um, Monster Hunter Rhythm Game. Yeah, yeah. something like Monster that. Monster
0: Hunter Dating Sim. <laughs> <laughs> they got it um, all.
3: The combat itself is really interesting. Um, you have like, you know, basic JRPGs are like your regular attack. Then you have skills. If you have mana to spend on that items and and running away. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's kind of like that merged with a Pokemon that you can't necessarily control. So I did like this aspect. I thought it was kind of funny and they, they did do a really good job of making it not frustrating that you can't control them, but your monster sort of acts on his own in this fight. It's essentially a CPU. Okay. Um, that's kind of cool yeah uh when you fight another monster uh instead of just it being like regular attack along with your skills uh there is no normal attack so to speak um every attack that you can do every attack the enemy can do save for like a few um fall onto this rock paper scissors wheel of being a powerful attack a speedy attack or a tricky attack so speed beats power power beats tricky tricky beats speed Um, And Mario's all around. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it's a, you have to know what the monster that you're fighting is going to throw so that what you throw beats it and can either cancel its attack outright or mitigates the amount of damage it will do to you. And all of this comes in uh, what I think is a very interesting design decision. The monsters that you're fighting are never, um, are more often than not they're, there's a pattern to it. It's not random, so they somehow figured out. And this is, I think, this is smart because it, it figured out how to how to uh, merge the core of original Monster Hunter games, which was knowing your prey and knowing how to combat your prey, and learning how to be a hunter by by memorizing their attack patterns, what their animations look like, that sort of thing, uh, into an RPG format. So they have patterns. They're always going to throw like a power, power, speed, or a technical speed, speed power you know how you know um so learning that pattern is a part of the combat Hmm. and that's how you get better at fighting each monster
2: does that create like a cool pacing where like you start a fight and it's always like really tough and then like halfway through the fight when you're kind of like hanging on you suddenly like sort of it can
3: click and you can feel really like powerful in the moment that sounds really similar to how like mario tennis matches kind of
0: Sort themselves out. Okay, cool. Um, but we can get into that. But so you said it is turn based, right? That's it is turn based. Okay.
3: Yeah. Um, and then so on top of that, you know how I mentioned like you can't control your monster. Yeah. Uh, so everything that you're doing is building up a meter, like kind of like your mana. Um, you can spend that to use like special abilities. Okay. Uh, or you can let it fill up to its peak, and then once it completely fills out, you uh, copyright it.
0: infringement. You have to assume for that.
3: Ah, uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can let it fill out. And if it does, then you get the option to ride on top of your monster. And then you get oh. to control it and command it, and you guys are working together to execute really powerful attacks together. So do all of these monsters... Are all these monsters like quadrupeds? Like, uh, No. Okay. So some of them are like T-Rexes on sit- their hind sit- legs. Sitting on their shoulders.
0: Like, uh, I'm just trying to think because... hugging felt their like, head. I feel like most... I thought there was a pretty big range in designs for the monsters and Monster Hunter, so I'm thinking it's weird There's- if like... Just like a humanoid looking monster and then you're just like standing on its shoulders <laughs> like,
3: Go forth It really
0: Fights. wouldn't
2: work with Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> no.
0: Sitting on an Oddish.
2: Yeah. I,
3: I think yeah, there's like a few they're all <laughs> I've seen that video. <laughs> they're all at the very least bigger than you. So like it's, it's not, and, and they think they justify that also by saying you, you're playing basically a kid, okay you know, you're maybe in, you're maybe like early teens. So, I'm not sure. That's Dragon, really cute.
2: Dragon yeah. quest kind of stuff. Right. I mean, in the context of the world of monster hunter, like this, like little kid riding around on monsters, fighting monsters is like pretty special. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's do me a favor and move that, that cord. Cause I don't want you to accidentally like pinch it and pull it out.
3: So uh, yeah, it, it, um, I'm trying to think of like what else I wanted to mention about it. But like the core is there. They okay. figured out how to make it as interesting in a JRPG sense as fighting a monster. As in, interesting right?
0: as a JRPG can get.
3: <laughs> but in the same, you know, it, as as interesting to an actual Monster Hunter player mm-hmm. uh, to get me interested in this was, I would chalk that up as being no small feat. Um, That's cool uh they you know the story is simple but it's it's a, it's sort of a cute JRPG that's definitely on the kitty end of things
0: so do you think the game's more engaging more engaging than Pokemon because you think the mechanics are better or do you just think it's cuz it's it's a new setting
3: thank you for bringing that up that's actually i think i was thinking about it yesterday and it came down to it being um more so the lack of handholding Whereas Pokemon has been like ninety percent handholding since Professor at the beginning,
0: like Welcome to the World of Monster Hunter.
3: Right? (laughs) They're they're. I mean, much like the actual Monster Hunter games, very much just kind of drop you in and you learn quickly as you go. Mm -hmm. They're pretty good at letting you, and then like the rest is sort of learned through the community because it's meant to be sort of a a community multiplayer game um stories knows just what just enough of what to tell you just enough of what to walk you through Mm -hmm. and then the rest of it flows very naturally okay yeah um
0: no hidden moves uh, no no technical moves no uh, uh
3: yeah no no they they learn moves um not in the way that pokemon do well actually there is like a system where you can supposedly i haven't exploited this fully but they i did reach a point where they taught me about this Later on, I guess this is like the end game uh, goals, but uh, you can teach like say a poke, uh, not Pokemon, a monster that is generally ice based. Well, it's, it is a monster. It's a, it's a pocket monster. Right.
0: Um, <laughs> These are just non-pocketable monsters.
3: So they they introduced it to me by saying like, go and find eggs, capture essentially a legambi, which is a ice rabbit. Like it does ice attacks. It uh, slides on its belly like a penguin um it's really cute and fluffy and and it's yeah it's cold based and so they taught you this by saying go catch one of those i brought it back and like here's this cool ritual you can do and the guy like uh throws up uh onto this platform he (laughs) like he he leads uh his monster which is a it's called a yankuku it can breathe fire and he does some ritual where they like swap moves oh so now my lagami can breathe fire and his yankaku can like do an ice move or something like that so like oh. there is like an end game metagame sort of thing where you can teach them things that they're not supposed to learn right. but otherwise it feels very much like traditional rpg or like pokemon without hms where they just learn stuff as they level up i mean on occasion
0: and yeah. i think that's what like the egg groups do too right so if you have two pokemon they're in the same a group and one is like i forget if, if the pokemon is always like what the mother pokemon is or the father or whatever but like you can do stuff, where it's like, oh, you just hatched a, you know, a Chansey, and the Chansey knows Earthquake because the one of the Pokemon, like you, you mated it with a Nido King or whatever. Right.
3: Yeah. So yeah, it's it's makes some very interesting choices. It's um grabbed me as far as someone who doesn't really appreciate RPGs, but was able to get into Pokemon back when that was huge. Um, if that says anything, I'm not sure, but I I have been enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would. Well, we kind of brought it up last round table where, you know, I've, I've, I can't
0: really get into Pokemon anymore just because it's so, like, it hasn't advanced. So, like, I kind of made this weird comparison in my head to, like, you know, I really like Lego movie, right? Because the Lego movie does both uh, appeals to my child nostalgia, but also does it recontextualize it in a very adult way because Lego movie is about creativity and about the loss of creativity as you get older Mm -hmm. and, you know, and how you deal with that, right? um but it's still about you know it's fun it's a fun adventure romp with legos and indian not indian engines uh are knockoff engines johnny thunder's there and whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and then i think of things like harry potter like harry potter is very uh, it it grows up with you as you go along like mm-hmm. you know the first one is very much like a kids book like a very early child like yeah. easy read like third grade fourth grade book and then by like order of the phoenix we're talking about like teen angst and how shitty teachers are and stuff like that and it's like this is like like it perfectly traces with like the people that are introduced at it at like the right age and like it ages up with them Mm -hmm. very well same thing with like toy story 3 like toy story Mm -hmm. 3 takes place it's about andy going to college and it's in you know released in 2010 and the original toy story was like 94 95 right and so if you saw if you were like five or six years old when you saw toy story one yeah. you saw toy story three when you were graduating high school and going to college and right. it's like this perfect like thunder strike you know lightning bolt of you know this is going to affect some people very very strongly because it just hits that right thing yeah and i wish pokemon did that like i wish yeah. pokemon like either mechanically or narratively or something just you know evolve grew up a little bit like but i feel like game freak Nintendo, the Pokemon Company are very much like, "No, this is about this is a kid's first r p g this is about you know introducing young you know children to you know imagination and excitement and befriend and friendship and
2: befriending these these creatures. I think Mario Odyssey did a pretty good job with like sort of evolving but still staying like kids yeah. first
0: yeah and i mean in mario odyssey is like this weird kind of like or the mario series in general is like this weird experimentation thing right where it's like okay here's uh 64 it's a 3d platformer it's like okay this is kind of gold standard here's mario sunshine a you know iteration of the 3d platformer still good but here's this you know here's flood here's this water gun mechanic here's uh galaxy You Mm. know, kind of people that think like Galaxy is the true sequel to Mario sixty four. It's this like great three D platformer, but it's got some of this you know shitty motion gimmick stuff in it. Right. Um, Here's three D land and three D world, which are this kind of weird like side project, side story things, and it has this isometric camera and all this weird stuff. And it's more about it's more like an evolution of Super Mario Brothers two than anything else. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then you have Mario Odyssey, which I feel like is again. Like if you're looking at like the time, the main timeline of sixty four to Galaxy to, or six even sixty four to Sunshine to Galaxy to Odyssey, like it's the 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 culmination of all that. But you know, Galaxy, I mean uh, Odyssey does things that I feel like Galaxy stopped doing. Right, like there's an actual story for as much as you can have yeah. a story in a Mario game. There's one in Odyssey. There's not one in Galaxy. One or two. Um, there's just like a kind of treating. Treating the world as like this grounded reality, as opposed to like just a handful of just levels, right? Like it's a lot, it's a lot less mechanical, right? Like you can't, you can't see the, the the gears moving in the background as much in Odyssey. Like Mm -hmm. it's much more about an adventure, and I mean, that's why we gave it the award of greatest adventure because it, it felt like this, this Odyssey, right? Um, and yeah, so yeah, Mario has a really weird lineage. But they're just so perfect, quote-unquote, mechanically, that, you know... Yeah. Pe- people aren't going to Mario for a narrative, right? People right. aren't going to Mario, like, let's really... Dri- let's- what does it mean to be an Italian plumber? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just feel... And-, and Pokemon, like, you know, has... Pokemon's always about friendship, right? Like, the main character wins because the main character loves its Pokemon more than the rival. Yep. Like, Blue right. doesn't give a shit about his pokemon red does.
3: Oh there absolutely is that story in monster hunter stories Wars as well. <laughs> yeah, you have a rival who who hates all monsters, you know, the one he, They're a
0: tool. Right. right. Yeah.
3: Ends to you know you're you're the one who loves them and cherishes them. And that's a great story. Like yeah. that's a great
0: like <laughs> theme to have for that games. But like there's just so much like mechanical like you were talking about before like the tutorialization and just like the long on-ramp for pokemon games there's just so much like getting in the way it's like this when you sit down and play a pokemon game in your 20s or whatever you're like this is still for a kid yeah like it's telling me stuff that is just like like dude i got it i would like you throw the pokeball you fucking you get the badges you do this and like there's just not enough there like and that's why i pine for like a, a pokemon game that's like actually like a 3D action game or whatever, right? Right. Cuz it's just the the turn-based framework just doesn't do it for me anymore. Um, I don't think they're ever going to do it. But um, wouldn't it be cool if it was just custom robo but with Pokémon?
3: I don't know, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. I'm just saying. <laughs> Holy shit, yes. Um, <laughs> sorry, I've been wanting a new custom robo for years. But measures Pokémon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd do that.
0: So, it, it it's frustrating cuz there's a lot of love for Pokémon for me and i don't know how about you well is there any franchise like that that you feel like yeah they're still making them but
2: they're just they're i mean freaking the same as they used to for me it's zelda but like (laughs) okay i kind of i expected i actually like it (laughs) completely you should (laughs) have saw that i I I should have seen that (laughs) but i mean it's not really it's i don't you know despite all the things i have to say about all the modern zeldas like i don't think they're bad games but they're just like they're not the Zelda that captured me in my youth, you know. Uh, not my Zelda. Yeah. Hashtag not my Zelda. <laughs> um, I think having now played
0: Shadow of the Colossus that your sensibility yeah. about that stuff makes as much is in starker relief to me. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, you want this? Yes. That makes sense. Yeah, Zelda isn't really ever going to be that. Right. Like even having never played Zelda 2, but like having seen screenshots and like understanding like the art direction of Zelda 2 being like. Yeah, this makes sense. Like, this, this, I can see how one would go from Zelda to the Shadow Colossus or even like Dark Souls or whatever, right? Like, I can can see how, like, oh, you want a world that's like. Because Zelda's weird, right? Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. there's so much, so many assumptions that you make. Like, never, there's a lot that's just never explicitly stated. Right. But it's just like, hey, Hero of Time, you know, et cetera, (laughs) et cetera. Sheikah. Tribe, uh, the uh, you know, Ganondorf, uh, what's what's his race called? Gerudo. The Gerudo, one one male born every hundred years or whatever. Like, right, there's just so much.
2: There's a lot of mystiques where, yeah, there's
0: a, it's like a slurry of just like inherent understanding. but it's, it's all narrative based, right? It's right. like none of it's mechanical yeah, based yeah. because they still run you through the same fucking mechanics over <laughs> and over again. But it's just this weird, and they recontextualize it all the time. It's like, oh, it's like, ah, oh, the Sheikah, where Sheikah never existed, or Sheik's just this one person, or the Sheik's had this ancient technology, and they were super powerful, or yeah. this or that, and the other thing. And I find that really kind of engaging. Like, I I think that stuff's kind of cool. Um, but I can understand if you wanted more of, like, no, I want there to be, like, a beginning right. and an end to this tale, and I want, like, mm. there to be, like, stakes and in, in consequences. I don't just want a recontextualization every single time of, like... Right. The same the hero's journey or whatever uh which makes more like you know shadow colossus is it is a story that has a beginning and an end and it takes place in a certain place and time in right. that world yeah um despite what nintendo tries to do with the zelda timeline <laughs> yeah it's like just, any yeah. game can be placed in any order mm-hmm. and they all have this i mean i feel like wind waker very much is like Hey, here's a super radical recontextualization of everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Um like here now we're now we're like taking like the hero of time and making him mythological or and doing all this stuff and like the world is completely like there's no fucking Kakariko village in, in Wind Waker. Right. But there's gonna be a parallel to that. So that makes sense. That makes sense.
2: Yeah.
3: Video games. Uh yeah, I think I had talk talk to me. Talk okay. to me uh yeah i've been giving my ds a big workout um oh yeah
0: where the fuck is the warrior wear demo get you know, all these headlines warrior wear demos out sweet not on not can't find it
2: is it not there Just it's, on the, it's only
0: on the eu store
2: yeah we're waiting Ugh. still like, a little bit like longer fucking
0: like you know fine print only in the EU store. I'm like what? why?
2: Why? Who, who cares about the EU?
0: Yeah. Like they're they're <laughs> falling into the sea. Like they're they're in shambles. want to so GDPR, get the fuck out of here. Um uh, yeah, but go ahead. But 3S. I got
3: um bloodstained the spin-off. The, uh, the not the one that everyone kickstarted, but the one we made because yes. we felt like it in not, our spare time.
0: Not based off of Symphony of Night, but based off of Castlevania One.
3: Right. Yeah. Um so it's like Curse of the Moon yeah yes that's it i believe that's right uh because
0: you're like in the show notes blood stain curse of the something or other i, I broke down like moon something <laughs> or other and then you
3: you checked it for me and gave me a thumbs up uh but i, think <laughs> I was right i think i was right yeah, yeah. cursing the. um i don't have a whole lot to say about this one except that it is a good castlevania game
0: i watched a quick look of it, it looked really good
3: yeah it's uh i mean it was sort of like will talking about sonic mania there's not too much to say besides that it's a, it's a good sonic game mm. do you let like, curse of the moon is a good castlevania game is from it, the nes era do you like Castlevania? like yeah i've never played castlevania like any of them oh okay. zero yeah i like them um, um i liked the game boy advance ones way better and but, and there's, those, those are the and symphony of the, the night ones. right offshoots right uh but this sort of plays like an nes visuals with any snes and game boy advance gameplay um that's cool yeah,
0: so because like, you can sw- there's, like, four heroes and you can switch yeah, between... Yeah, so the them.
3: one big thing they added was the ability to sort of hot-swap at any given point between four different heroes who all have different abilities. Right. Uh, so there's a lot of puzzle-solving that comes into play with that. Like, uh, there's one that can turn into a bat, so you obviously use him to traverse large gaps. Mm-hmm. Are they all um, available
2: from the start? No, you unlock them. No, you em. unlock them as okay. you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But this they all have, vein, like... Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, they kind of took some of, like... And
3: they all get more abilities on top of what they start off with. Cool. So that, like creates the metroidvania feel of yeah
0: and they take some of those, like simon's abilities from castlevania one and just divide them amongst all of them right so there's one yeah. guy that can only whip and there's one person that can throw holy water or the holy water equivalent or whatever
3: right uh so if I call there's like there is the vampire the wizard uh the actual bloodstain chick uh from Bloodstained. to okay power is is, is it something? blood rain
0: is blood rain <laughs> in this game <laughs> something
3: to do with stained glass um <laughs> and then there's uh the warrior who is essentially Simon? Like he's just whipping sword and, and he's just whipping. Yeah. Um, How's the music? Really good. Yeah. Well, I, you should
0: check out this game. I've, I, I've, I've seen some b- footage of it. The, yeah. I feel like this is this is a game right. for you.
3: Uh, the pixel art is really fantastic i mean part of what i really like about castlevania games was always like the boss designs and all the mm-hmm. art that went into like the creatures and 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 they're so creative and beautiful fighting frankenstein's monster yeah and Green there's Reaper. some really gorgeous ones in here um and then some really neat ideas i like uh there's sort of like a uh i can't remember if it's like a ghost or a robot like some sort of steampunk dude where all you see are his head in the background and he's got hands that are like coming out oh that's the furnace guy uh is it yeah the guy with the big fists and he grabs piles of coal and he has like a furnace in his stomach and he drags it in no this guy's this is the money guy i'm thinking of oh money guy uh yeah he's he's in a room
2: he's in a big treasure I room these are the names of the monsters. <laughs> well i
3: mean i felt like so i
0: watched a little bit of footage of it and okay. i i really like that boss because you know you stand on basically the tender of a train mm-hmm. and the boss is the 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 engine of the train and he's this big like golden brass metallic dude and he has two giant fists and he tries to hit you but every once in a while he like puts a hand out and grabs a pile of coal and drags it into his furnace in his abdomen to like recharge himself mm-hmm. um so if you're standing on the tender when he does it you can be dragged towards him this is it's really cool like boss design like you're saying boss yeah. design back then is really cool because it's like small screen like a lot of a lot of movement management and placement and because the, yeah. the boss is like half the screen it's like the red devil or the yellow devil in like mega man yeah it's like okay i ain't moving that guy yeah how do i navigate around
3: him right right uh so this guy um he's like it's in a big room where there's lots of piles of gold and his head is like floating in the background sort of fun Modoc. modok kind of yeah but he's got giant hands that come in and like like they like grab piles of gold and then he like sprinkles them over the fields. He had to like dodge that. You know, Modok has yeah. small hands, so it's not Modok. But
2: who's Modok? It's more like Godan from Wind Waker. He's um. Oh. Uh,
0: <laughs> what what is Modoc's fucking acronym stand for? Uh,
3: shit, you're catching me off.
0: Machine guard with this one. organism designed only for killing or something.
2: What is it from? It's
0: Marvel. Marvel. Oh, he's a giant head robot dude. Like, like it's like
3: his entire body is just his head. He also sounds really silly.
0: He also, there's a alternate timeline Marvel where Donald Trump is MODOK.
3: <laughs> that's <laughs> I mean, awesome. is
2: MODOK the just like dude that's like he's, floating? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, I love that dude. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, there's a I don't know if you have ever seen Megasex L R. No. Okay. Um. There's a character. There, there's a character. What? There's a character that's a, essentially a Modok parody. Mm. He looks very similar. Mm. Um, Hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Um, Giant hands. He's like, and, and at one point he like he'll he'll do an attack where he like shoves a big pile of gold coins, and you have to kind of have to like carve at him with a whip or whatever weapon to create mm-hmm. a staircase to hop on, and that's how you attack his head. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, so it's like there's some neat creative stuff going on. Uh, art is really good. Music's really good. I wouldn't be surprised looking at alpha footage of Bloodstained uh, that when that comes out, this will still be better than that. Oof! Uh, That's
2: what happened with uh, <laughs> Mighty Number no. Nine and whatever the other one was.
3: Oh, he was also working on Azure Striker Gunvolt, which was really good. Yeah, yeah. Gunvolt. Uh, yeah. Um, I thought you were talking about Red Ash at first. I was like, <laughs> No, <laughs> I wish. Uh, no, wait, it wasn't Red. It wasn't Red Ash.
0: Red Ash was his Mega Man Legends. Yeah. Of the. Uh, my number nine universe. And
3: I'm remembering because I got really upset. I remember, I mean, I had my 3DS in high school. Um, I remember getting really upset that um the Mega Man Legends uh reboot for 3DS didn't happen. Yeah.
0: Oh, wait, wasn't it just called 3? It, like it was going to be like Mega Man Legends, like Legends 3 World or, or something.
3: I forget. Um But main reason I was upset, uh, one of the new characters they introduced looked just like me in high school. I was just like, that's long, the coolest fucking shit. All. And all it was it was like the like red hair, bangs, sharp ponytail. I mean he had the glass, like really cool goggles, and I'm like, this is gonna be the greatest. I'm gonna get to play my Mega Man O. C on a video <laughs> game. <laughs> oh man. And, and it everybody. never happened. I
0: mean if you really you really want to find a character a hairstyle, I'm sure we can find you a, oh, I'm sure a, a there World exists. of Warcraft elf that can suit your needs. <laughs> um it was cool. My buddy Keaton. It was on my Train Jam team. I mentioned before, I used to work at Capcom in Japan. Um, he said that there was good reason why that Mega Man Legends game was canceled. Oh, no. <laughs> so it was what?
2: made by fans. <gasps> <gasps>
0: Apparently, it was not good. <laughs> oh. In early prototypes. Oh.
3: Oh. All right. Cool. And so then 3DS Party over here. 3DS Party. But then, for a brief moment yesterday, uh, I decided to go ahead and download some of my new playstation plus purchases oh yeah okay uh, <laughs> like well, what <laughs> one of them that i hadn't downloaded yet um so yeah that took about i don't know five-ish hours because it's a it's a 70 gigabyte game i'm talking call of duty black ops 3 over here Cobblops
2: trace. trace a
3: game that's what well, probably been out for about a year now oh it's um, more than that uh because last year was world war ii and the year before that
0: I don't think it was Black Ops Three. I think it was uh, Infinite Warfare,
2: the space one. Yeah. That's, yeah. So Infinite or Warfare, Ghost was even
3: before Three, right?
0: Ghost was before Three, but we're going okay. backwards. Gotcha. So last year was World War Two. Year before that was
3: Infinite, and I think the year before that. Sorry, I meant was... to say after, but uh, okay, yeah. Um... So Black at Ops least three, three years, two two to three years old. Yeah. <laughs> black ops three years old which is why it's free yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) i kind of gathered that much so um i anyway my experience was not great i did not enjoy my your blops my blops my about an hour all told of not even gameplay experience with blops yeah so run me through this all right so uh i took what like i like i booted up um there's about thirty minutes of like navigating menus, just straight navigating menus. Wait. Because they had to like I don't know, maybe I'm exaggerating. Okay. I probably am. But like this they had me like walk through every little pinpoint of the game. Uh before you even start, they rush you with uh we have characters, pick your character And I'm like, what? I don't even, what do they do? (laughs) This white guy? (laughs) This white guy? (laughs) I was, I I eventually was just like, well, this girl has body armor and a grenade launcher, I guess. And then like, so I picked that one and then it was like, cool. You're stuck with it for life almost is exactly like that really well so then i found out like like they they walked me through it later because they're like all right here's all your currencies here's the microtransactions like like you got cosmetics for her. you can look at all of our her cosmetics here would you like to buy some cosmetics for her? and then it was like oh did you not like it here's all the other characters uh, bodycotic they-
0: walking alex through this game like he's used car salesman <laughs> yeah we from- got
3: everything we got four-wheel drive we got, stands, <laughs> yeah. got compact cars We got monster trucks whatever you want i felt like i was walking through a mobile game it was awful um <laughs> We don't have mobile. <laughs> they uh, It was like, oh, you didn't like your character. Here's all the other characters. They all cost money. Um, <laughs>
2: oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so you can switch at any time.
3: Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, we got Shovel Knight. We got Commander Video. <laughs> we got Charles
3: Martinet. We got... <laughs> we've got skullamania oh i would love skullamania so anyway i was like where do i get to the part where i get to look at the guns please i'd like to look at the guns (laughs) (laughs) and so um like i I like backed out of like three other menus went like okay where is it where is it all right here's like multiplayer all right cool uh you got like arena you've got like quick match whatever oh there we go build a loadout like cool this is this is You know, whenever I got to play Call of Duty at a friend's house, you know, I got to try some of them eventually. Get my martyrdom, get my, I don't know, get my knife. This is always the most fun. You know, you like sort of seeing like, oh man, options, you know, digital camo. pick out what you like best make it look cool get my
0: red dot sight that's in the shape
3: of a pot leaf yeah was literally
0: <laughs> a thing that was in a call of duty game will i'm not fucking with you
3: ah uh, gamers <laughs> we're so we're such
0: trash um <laughs> get my snoop dog voice commentary what Announcer? i liked that
3: in tekken
0: that was awesome it's also in a call of duty game oh good
3: good i think it was yeah, snoop he's Dogg. got a he's got a level in tekken Ooh! yeah there's straight up like a snoop dog's house level where you're fighting uh. in like an underground fighting ring is and it like he's his... sitting on a solid gold throne in the background
2: should have been a car wash what's
0: that <laughs> what's that snoop dog fighting game way the lion what is it that sounds about right way the dog i can't remember if he was snoop dog or snoop lion at that point <laughs> one or the other yeah. snoop, snoop dog rastafarian stuff in that game so that's why i'm assuming it's snoop
3: lion snoop dog being a video game fan has enriched us all i'll just say that much <laughs> um yeah, so a good 20 minutes. But this this is a good 20 minutes. Okay. Like, like I'm enjoying... You're learning. Yeah, perusing, browsing, enjoying Like what I'm saying. Like, finally, you know, I settle on something. I'm really happy with, like, all right, this SMG looks like how I would like to play. I okay. got it with a good get your ump. set of... Yeah, I got it with, like, a good set of, like, you know, attachments, ordinances. I'm all good. All right, cool. Let's try the gameplay. Let's see if this is actually fun once you get into it. Um. So I wait for the queue, which, you know, is another good two or three minutes. Good question. Is How's the user base is it like sizable it filled up pretty quick okay yeah does it give you a
0: number of like active like oh online i didn't even users? look okay
3: yeah i was i was on my phone the whole time waiting for the match Sorry. i'm
0: curious for a game that old what the But free how but many? free but
3: free so it did just get free i guess so um i uh load into the game and before it even starts there's this they like go by team so like it's like first person on the enemy team, first person on your team, then like back and forth, back and forth, back and okay, forth. Okay. Pick It's like a dota match. Yeah. Pick something that's in the entire array of of weapons, attachments, ordinances, abilities to either ban or protect. Hmm. Between the first three people on the enemy team and the first three people on my team. How big are the teams? 6? Uh, so like 5v5 five five, it looked like. Um, between yeah like like before it, it was like and I was last by the way like okay. dead last to pick anything. Uh, just like a dodgeball
0: just like in Call of Duty.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so these first three people and then like the next three people uh, on the bottom was like filling up like ban 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 everything I had picked okay. for my loadout. Okay. I don't know if they could see mine yet and this was just like picking on the new guy <laughs> or if it was just definitely felt that way guys,
0: very funny (laughs) (laughs) or
3: if it was just like maybe i am like thinking about this too much as a designer and i happened to pick something that was genuinely op in the community right now uh get your noob tube (laughs) but legit it was just like everything i had picked was now illegal in this match and i just sat there like what the hell like this is what I came here to try. This is what I came here to play. It then like gets to me, and it was like, what would you like to ban or protect? And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I don't know. Can you unban something? No. Okay. Yeah. And and then I'm just like, so I, I like first of all, like I first I scroll through the menu and I'm just like, all right, let's just pick something at random, I guess, to protect. I don't give a shit. Smoke um, grenade. And then like I'm I like hover over items and I'm pressing buttons and nothing's happening except for like when I press circle, which says, do you want to give up your ban protect? And like I can't figure the hell out. what this is so i'm just like fine yeah i give give it up go on to the next guy and before the match starts i guess they this is like common now so there's like another 30 seconds of just like if you have anything that's on the ban the ban list you know now's the time to make a a new new loadout or pick a new one or or be given a default one right essentially and that was the point where i just said nah and i hit the home button on my ps4 and i uninstalled it like that Mm. (laughs) like that was such I didn't even get a chance to play before it was deemed that the way I was going to be playing was, was wrong.
0: I can I can understand that's <laughs> a little maybe user hostile, especially new user hostile, but yeah. the cons- concept of a kind of like trading I don't know uh, uh drafting component sounds kinda cool. Especially I, in a game where you're allowed to customize basically every aspect of your
2: of your person. I think that would be really interesting if the point of the game was, like, more centered on, like, a custom loadout for this one match.
0: So, like, the idea that oh, you... Oh, so, would, like, everyone gets it? Right. Yeah. yeah. That's why I assumed it was going kind of... Um, nah.
2: Yeah, but, like, if you choose your loadout beforehand and then you get faced with this, then it's like, well, what... Yeah. What was yeah, the point of that? It's kind of backwards.
3: Yeah. It, it definitely felt hostile and unfriendly for a new user, especially coming from someone who, like, sort of understands how this industry goes. And it reads very much like a businessman saying, Why worry about balancing when they, players when can com- just balance the it themselves? It. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. So that. Well, I
0: mean, okay, to be fair, I know businessman's saying that. <laughs> They're not walking in and be like, Let's talk about gameplay balance, guys. Right. I, uh, I
3: get that. But I mean, it's it's like programming this five-minute period in versus actually worrying about content patches sure but
0: in a a franchise that is on a yearly site release cycle yeah like what (sighs) no single game is i guess going to see that much is it'd be like it'd be like madden right yeah easily see that kind of stuff actually it'd make kind of sense in madden like player drafts right but uh yeah yeah I I wonder. I haven't played a Call of Duty since Modern Warfare two, so I couldn't even <laughs> tell you like what the hell. Like I, you know, I hear about that stuff. Actually, I heard Black Ops three wasn't really well received, but specifically from the single player side, um, it was kind of like because people love the call the Black Ops storyline, but three I heard was like very detached from like Mason and the and the numbers and whatever the hell else was going on in that in that series. But I'm sorry, you had a
3: shitty time with it. Yeah. I mean, I no real loss to Call of Duty. Right. I mean, but it <laughs> I just figured, you know, I'll give it a shot. But, but I, that wasn't I, I always want to try one, but I don't want to drop 60 bucks. I mean, I could rent one. Yeah. Which is why I thought this is a good opportunity. Yeah, I want
0: I, I I think I'm going to give it and a try. And I think
3: out of all of the Black Ops, all out of all the Call of Duties, I've heard like, you know, Black Ops is is sort of a safer bet if you want something a little more creative, a little more not just, you know, American soldiers and
1: American soldier,
3: you
1: know, <laughs> <Get away. laughs> American it, soldier.
3: Like Black Ops seems to run with a with a general level of creativity. Some instances higher than than the usual Call of Duty game. So I was yeah. like, all right, this will be a good chance to try the latest in that series and see how I enjoy it. And I didn't. Wow. So I'm just well. Gonna... To be fair, you didn't even play it. Fair, yeah, that's also true. I mean, I may- mean that that would probably
0: fru- that might frustrate me too, but I'd also be like, well, I'm gonna play a match anyways. Like, I'm gonna
3: okay. So your your opinion's wrong, just your taste's <laughs> wrong, just completely. I can't believe you're so selfish. Like, I might go know. back to it. I don't know, but right now there's currently a hamster and a wrecking ball and my other favorite shooter. Fair so. enough. <laughs> <laughs> how is how is wrecking ball? That Overwatch continues to surprise and amaze with interesting movement concepts, interesting controller concepts that keep making the game more fun to return to. Like they, it really shakes up everything. And just Mm -hmm. like his whole classification within the meta of just being this, this tank who can, I mean, Roadhog plays displacement. Diva plays displacement, but they all play it sort of from a distance. Wrecking Ball's goal is to get in the center of the enemy team and fucking like push them all away and get them to spread out and be easier to pick off.
0: And isn't his alt like a minefield? Right. Yeah. So just it's all like area over.
3: denial and displacement, and 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 on top of that, in order to get that right and to play him correctly, and to move into the right just positions requires such a high level of skill. I mean, it's just not. Um, it's not just like. A, what was it? We'll put it a really good way uh, on one podcast about how most grappling hooks are just like draw a line. Go to oh, yeah. right, go to point. Yeah. Um, like Widowmakers, his is much more of like an actual grappling hook that you like attach and then you mm-hmm. swing
2: like a pendulum, right?
3: Yeah. Uh, so you need good places to swing from, which requires like good map sense. Does it work
0: like Widowmakers, where there's always like a, a, a tooltip or a cursor on the screen to latch on the points?
3: Uh, no, like there's not designated grappling points. It's okay. more just um,
0: so he will just shoot off screen, but then your 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 con- main concern is the the
3: direction. It's not of. off screen. It has to be on a physical object that you can aim at. Sure.
0: But what I'm saying is that like his grapple point is not as important as like the arc that you're taking.
3: Right. You have movement. to be aware of where that's going to take you. Right. Of how, of how you're going to travel with that being your new anchor point.
0: It sounds like really good wrecking ball
3: players are just going to be as terrifying as really good Lucio players. Like Lucio. Or good Doomfist players where it's just. Right. It's It's all about the movement.
0: Yeah, but man, some Lucio players—I feel like they're just skating like twenty feet in the air. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, <we're gonna> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Ugh. Yeah. I mean, I love. I mean, the the best stuff to come out of any shooter is always going to be good movement mechanics. Mm-hmm. That's where it starts, mm-hmm. and so seeing that Overwatch keeps knocking that ball out of the park multiple times, uh, with lots of different characters that all share unique movement systems. I, I got a hand like like Hammond is, is Wrecking Ball is some of the most unique I've ever played and it's very fun.
0: I heard they got they merged uh, offense and defense class.
3: Yeah, it's now just called damage. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. Which was I believe a good direction to take. Because you can effectively play any of those heroes on any on attack or defense. Mm-hmm. And I think it was creating a lot of divide between players.
0: Right. And there's also that UI, UI thing where it's like, oh, we're on the offense side, but we're getting the alert, like, hey, you don't have enough defense players. It's like, well, in, we don't need them right now.
3: In the pro <laughs> circles, it didn't matter. Like they knew that it didn't matter. Sure. You know, playing But for casual play. Yeah. I mean it was it was just like so I think it was a matter of like illustrating that essentially at the higher levels of play and really that should echo to everywhere below like, you know, um, optimum levels of, of playing this game require you to understand that both of these classifications don't really matter. Mm-hmm. So making that decision, flipping that switch was good. And, and this then, is all still PTR stuff, right? Uh, no, that's out. Uh, that came out with the Symmetra we work, So now she's completely oh, different. Okay. And, uh, Two new systems that I think make the game a lot healthier as well.
0: Oh yes, the commendations. Is that commendations, what
3: it's called? endorsements, okay. and uh, the looking for group. So now, mm. so now you can like actually sort of put out a call that people can scroll through a list of of just like, hey, I'd like friends to play with, and like this is what I'm looking for. This is my skill level. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like people who talk a lot versus I don't really talk that much. Um, that works really well in curbing some social anxiety. And uh, the endorsements are actually actively improving things a lot and making people actually want to be good at the game because that means you get endorsed by your teammates and that means more loot boxes. Woo!
1: (laughs) Yeah! All the good stuff.
3: All the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, Overwatch is getting better and I'm starting to feel a little less apprehension about it because I was starting to move off of it, but they keep sucking me back in. It's definitely a, a success story as far as games as a service go. Right, just because like they keep finding new ways to improve it, and even though I'll get bored and fall off once in a while, I keep wanting to go back and like, oh hey, yeah, it's better now.
0: Alex is like, oh, maybe there are better first person shooters, and he plays Call of Duty Black Ops, so he's like, mm, no, there aren't. <laughs> Damn it, maybe <laughs> not.
3: <laughs> well, Dusk is out, so. <laughs> but that's well, not multiplayer. Not, not, a, not out of early access yet. Still waiting on episode three. Um, oh, so that's like yeah. super doomy, <laughs> like <laughs> episodic. Yes,
0: cool. Um alright well we are tell me how much time could you ostensibly give us because I feel like content wise you probably have maybe another 45 minutes
2: to an hour um, if I can peace out at 430
0: okay alright Um, well then well let's talk about the arena net stuff okay uh, instead okay. of talking about what I'm playing because Alex and I can just talk about what I've been playing um, so Arena Net—it's a great company. You should work for them. Like they love their employees, and they have two new openings. <laughs> Christ! If you're thinking of being a narrative designer for Arena they're looking for you. Uh, so let's break this down. This is uh, this happened pretty recently. This happened on June 3rd. So basically, what went down was, so I mean, there's a a a gender harassment element to this that. I feel like needs to be partially addressed, but Mm -hmm. obviously we are three white dudes running a podcast in a sea of three white dude podcasts. (laughs) Um, So I think obviously like we can sympathize with her direct discrimination, but we can't empathize with it. Right. But we can also understand the, the greater issues of, Hey, this is really detrimental to being a developer, especially if you're a developer working in a, a Triple A company, like especially if like this is how your employer is going to treat you, so obviously we're aware of our our perspectives are not the most diverse, and can't be directly associated with how this developer felt, and and Val wanted to be on um to talk about it from her perspective, but she wasn't able to to join us. So, but basically what transpired was so this uh, narrative designer Jessica Price, she works for arena net which they make guild wars 2 she was just talking she was basically speaking out loud on twitter about like narrative design challenges and mmos yeah this is a big long thread but basically this um streamer who goes by Darior, no derior derior I pronouncing it right d-e-r-i-o-r That's derriere derriere <laughs> basically he chimed in and he was like hey great thread like here are some of my thoughts um you know, kind of talking about like um, branching branching dialogue options and stuff and suggestions and like maybe some challenges with uh, narrative design, whatever. And Jessica was very much like, thank you for explaining what we do internally and in my job to me. <laughs> um, and then she also quote tweeted his his mini thread response and he was like, you know, a day in the life of being a female game dev is like being told how to do my job right yeah and so basically kind of that aspect of it was like this i think it's very very pertinent to like modern day discourse it was like this question of like civility versus like kind of implicit biases implicit sexism Mm -hmm. so it was like the guy's like responses weren't inherently hostile right they weren't inherently cruel or mean but they were like he was the way he spoke kind of made assumptions like hey let me make tell you basic assumptions about like branching narratives and like narrative design in games it was like this is my job and working in this industry for 10 years like i know what to do um i think also there's the component that he's a streamer Mm -hmm. and so like you know he's a a personality and personalities like to think that they know how to make the content that they showcase right um kind of similar to like that that donkey video that donkey like uh, game critic video um and so it kind of it boiled down to this thing: It's like, hey, you're being mean to this person, Jessica. Like, he didn't mean anything. Like, like why are you being so cruel? But and then she's coming from the perspective of, hey, it's my personal Twitter account. Yeah, I can say what I want. You know, I don't have to listen to people. And then people are like, well, you don't have to respond to him. You can just ignore him, which is like, you're you're a dude. You don't understand like what your female counterparts yeah. or you know people of color or LGBTQ community. You don't know what they go through. So you're just telling. These people to just like, you know, just ignore it or just, you know, accept it. Like, right. you don't get it as much as they do. You don't, mm-hmm. like, you don't, men, white men, cis white men do not receive that level of harassment and just implicit distrust or doubts in our abilities. Right. Like I was telling Will before we started, like, uh there's this incorrect assumption about how the, the graduation rates of different computer science programs is indicative of like what the higher rate is. So like if 25% of a graduating class in CS is female, the workforce must be 25% female, which is incorrect because a lot of men get more opportunities if they're self-taught or Mm -hmm. part of an open source community than uh, women do or other, you know, minority groups. Right. And so, you know, there are examples in the past of like, I remember I saw one woman tweet and was like, I used to have to use a pseudonym because when I would donate to open source projects, before git existed and i would donate through irc or an email train if they saw that my name was female or feminine then they would either question my ability more they would not um accept the changes scrutinize the code extremely like just and the person doing that might not be like oh that's a woman they they must be wrong they're probably just implicitly like it's a thing called implicit bias. And it's this thing that like we all have and we all have it, like whether it's racial or sexual or national or whatever. And and it's like, you know, stuff they talk about very often with like police violence, police officers can have implicit racial bias. That doesn't mean like, Hey, that is a person of color or that is a black person. So therefore I'm going to treat them different, but they're making assumptions either based off their experience or incorrect or film or television or media or whatever and they're just going to have these implicit biases. It's the right. same thing here. It's like they're, they're just implicitly being biased against this person because of gender, et cetera, et cetera. But people don't understand that. They just say, hey, you're being rude. And it's like, motherfucker, <laughs> I get people like this all the time. I don't have to be nice to any of them.
2: I also, I mean, it's kind of like doubly shown there when people are just like, that's actually not how you're supposed to respond to strangers on Twitter. Right. It's like, I'm a customer. <laughs> like, You have to respect me. Right.
0: Um, and then her one of her coworkers who's also a narrative designer, um, Peter Fries, Freeze, um, not sure how he pronounces his last name. Like I said, also narrative designer, worked at Arena Net for twelve years. Um, kind of came to her defense and was like, hey, this is her personal account. These are her thoughts and opinions are her own. Um and so Arena Net fired both of them. The person that did the firing was uh Arena Net co founder Mike O'Brien, who uh seems that had an emotional reaction to uh jessica's tweets Uh uh-huh and let me see what i have so apparently like her firing meeting was just him venting about how he felt about her which was never like addressed before there was no right she, she was saying how there was never anything like people never talked to me about my tweets before never talked about how i acted online or how i engaged with people in fact they said um during a job interview with the company she had told them that uh, she was loud about these issues on social media and had no intention of shutting up. And then they assured me that my they admired my willingness to speak truth to power. Right. Um, so and then she also said something about how, you know, if this was covered in like a um, introductory training or whatever, I wouldn't know because I was pulled out of my intro training to help uh, put out some fires with the game. (laughs) So it's like, obviously she knows what she's doing. She knows her stuff. And like, obviously the, the company, um, relied on her, you know, enough to trust her. It's like, Oh, you don't need this, you know, intro training. We're going to, we need you to do something. Um, but still like kind of boiled down to like, Oh, angry internet mob. Um, Mike O'Brien doesn't know how to take the heat. And also maybe he has some stupid personal grudges against Jessica. You're out. And also the guy that defended you is out.
2: I saw some other like screenshots of like some pretty dastardly, Bad Reddit threads that were basically like, "We own Arena Net now. We can get anyone yeah. fired so at I, any point." So that's like
0: you know. So stepping outside of the 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 obvious like sexual bias that like these responses were having, right. like I think the the part that we can better address, um, you know, the lighting of a female- fire
3: under the feet of these it's, nerds it's this is
0: hostility towards developers and right. like you owe me i am you answer to me i yeah. pay your job i pay <laughs> i
2: right.
3: pay for you yeah so i will like to point out that I, I put on like my hazmat suit and wandered into that reddit thread and was pleasantly surprised to find that it is at least maybe 50 percent that and but then also like 50 percent people saying guys this isn't a good thing that we did this sure um, definitely some really, really bad stuff, like not to downplay a will, but I just, there seem to be people who are aware of like shit, like that's not good. And this is a Guild War 2 subreddit. Right? right. Yeah.
0: And it, it's just this weird thing. I mean, I read itself can be just an inherent cesspool sometimes. Um, yeah. It's this weird thing where it's like internet hostility and just this aggression and toxicity. Like I never see firsthand. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, like I'm just never directly exposed to it. But I'm just given so much secondhand accounts of this stuff that I, I, you know, you can't deny its existence, but I've never been the target of an attack and I've never been like, right. You know, no one's ever been like Dylan's out of a job. And so there we (laughs) won guys, We did (laughs) it. Like I never, I've I've never seen that stuff directed at me. Um, and I've never seen like the, 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 the immediate fireball. I always see the, the reaction to the reaction, right? Um, But obviously, I believe it exists, and I believe that it's a, a huge problem. And it's just this weird, like, immaturity thing. Like, you won? You won what? Like, yeah, you won the ability to tell a company who to fire? Like, you won the this ability? Per- I
2: mean, like, you're on the Guild Wars subreddit. Like, obviously, you enjoy this product that this person's been making. Right. Like, like
0: why, why are you doubting their abilities? Like, wh- like, you implicitly doubted her abilities because she's a woman, and then you thought, oh, she's being hostile, so she doesn't know her place or whatever. Yeah. So you got her fired, but she probably actively worked on stuff that you liked. Yeah. And, like, actively helped to improve the thing you, you liked, which is also, like, is her job, but it's your pastime. Like, it's it's something that you can easily walk away from and whatever. Like, it, it's this mishmash of, like, sexism and alt-right and, and, and internet toxicity and also, like... The and Amanda Hudgens and I on the last episode kind of talked about this, like the the inability to separate like the the stuff you like in the media you consume from your inherent identity. Right. It's like it's a video game. Yeah. Why are you so worried about the video game? Yes, you. Sh- I. Sh- I'm definitely worried about this person's job and their well being and their security. But at the end of the day, the product they make is a video game and isn't worth like making this person and obviously right. this person shouldn't work there anyways because fuck if the yeah. co-founder's like you're out because reddit said so then fuck them yeah but oh uh, this is bullshit thing but yeah uh choice quote from some uh random reddit poster uh and this is kind of what you were saying well even better we can probably fire anyone at guild wars 2's dev team as long as we make a big enough stink nobody at arena is safe from the hand of reddit We're literally running the company now. They're in fear of the very users they seek to consort with. And if the devs stop communicating, we'll just go to their PR person and cut them down. We actually play the game more than they'll ever be able to. So as a community, (laughs) we probably know how to do their jobs better. We just don't have the mechanical skill they do. (laughs) Wow. Like we're, not, we're not done <laughs> the moment a dev steps out of line or talks back to a player guess what they'll know we got their hands on their throat and we can squeeze anytime we like talk shit stop smiling or do a bad job lose your job that's how it works at my dad's restaurant <laughs> a <laughs> job the isn't part. a right it's an offer and it can be rescinded at the drop of a hat
2: what the fuck the amount of like wrongness and self-awareness in that is just insane to me
3: like the the, ratio is way off obviously this is like an inherent (laughs)
0: problem with like the the u.s labor market with like you know at will employment is a problem right at will employment is shitty like uh i think i can't remember who who someone so many british devs come on the show sometimes uh i think it, it was callum callum was telling me about how like there's like a 12 month firing cycle Removing someone from their position requires you have to you have to give them several months oh, notice, right. and you have to uh, you have to actively help them search for a job and do this. You can't just be like, "All right, you're gone." Yeah, you're done. Um, so that's a problem. So obviously, uh, so there's that aspect of like you know labor laws in this in the problem in the United States being a huge heap of shit, and how you know we need unionization yeah. obviously, but it's just. I just don't understand like the inherent id of these people. Like I don't understand it. Like it seems fake. Whenever I read something like that, it seems not real. It seems like I really wish it was. You, you, the very least. You're living some weird fantasy, like yeah, some mean, weird power
2: fantasy. I think an unhealthy thing about games is it can just be like fantasy fulfillment for people. And I think this like weird online hate group power trip thing is the same thing where it's just like, and it's kind of shitty because they kind of do have some of this power as seen recently, but like they're just in there, this churning group of like people that believe they have this power over, I just, but I, I,
0: I feel like I need to know the demographics like are these teenagers are these like early 20 somethings is it you're like just gonna huge, get disappointed if you knew that s- yeah. swath are these all just white dudes are these like who 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 is this who feels this way like th- is this person going to like when they turn forty they're gonna walk outside their you know little you know one story ranch house and like look at their lawn and be like man I ruined someone's life once and that was great lazy devs like <laughs> <laughs> like where what uh. What happens? What's the what's the end point?
3: What's the goal there? Like what? What was the theory? He got fired from his dad's restaurant. like, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> like someone couldn't hock <laughs> at their dad's restaurant. That line,
0: holy shit, that's like ignorance and entitlement and all that. It's just yeah. mashed into one huge like snot ball of hate. Like I don't even have like a good response to any of that. Right? Like I just I I want to know why. Like I want to know why. Someone's willing to put forth the effort to to ruin. I want to fund the
2: documentary on this kid, and like, <laughs> on this child. It's just it, it doesn't like on I, this potentially thirty something year old child. Yeah, like the m-
0: amount of psychological pain you're going to cause these people for what? Yeah, because they just they got mad at some streamer you liked one one time. <laughs> Like oh my god it's it's all this it's, it's like it's like the the fucking the doctor disrespect like hate train like when he's like oh we should we should attack we should attack this other person's stream and then they do it and he's like oh, i'm not responsible for that and they do their own thing it's right like, all this bullshit just Weird all mixed into one together it's stuff. like why are like the 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 forward facing people that aren't in the development side of things just all of these like socially inept like hateful people. I don't understand.
3: Actually, Dr. Disrespect used to work for I think like
0: Infinity Ward or something. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, he was like community manager or something.
3: Daily reminder that he won best personality yes. versus uh, half-coordinated. Half coordinated, <laughs> my man. Fucking like, it. Still don't understand what's wrong with this world. <laughs>
2: <sighs> something like that can happen. It's... It's a sad internet. I don't know. <laughs> it
0: sure is. I don't know who the 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 team is. Well, so like they, there's a committee that does the voting for the game awards, right? But I don't know if they're responsible for the uh what it, is that award? Is it Gamer of
3: the Year or is it Personality of the Year? I think it is Gamer, but um, yeah. but like all, the, I, I wouldn't w- call half coordinated a personality. Sure. So that that makes sense. But all the all the press outlets vote on like the actual games because i've seen that list where it's
0: like mm-hmm. ign Gamespot, giant bomb waypoint but yeah. i don't know who who, who picks that one because i can almost guarantee that those outlets are not picking dr disrespect <laughs> yeah because uh, like i've heard some of those people's opinions on that stuff so i'm pretty confident yeah there so i don't know and i don't want to put it all on jeff Keeley. It was like the Jeff Keighley
3: stuff with at E3. He was doing a bunch of shit with Ninja,
0: and I'm like Ninja's not a. I I have no problem with Ninja.
3: Ninja uh, so far, so far, so far has proven himself to be amicable and friendly. I mean, he has. Yeah.
0: He did say the n word once on stream, but it wasn't okay. like oh. p- what, he was singing along with a song. Was is the context there? Okay. Um. But I don't know. We just, it's. We always chase the lowest common denominator with this shit. Mm -hmm. yeah right so it's like these these streaming personalities youtube personalities are like people that they 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 cauterize hate and that just teaches people to 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 love hate and then they go out into the world and just perpetuate it and 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 make everything worse and then you have these people that you know work their hearts out and on on stuff that we consume and then they're you know psychologically and emotionally harmed
2: by right You have people that leave the industry for worse, and you have people that don't get into the industry for worse. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, I wish more people, you know, paid attention to press outlets and stuff. There's so much more nuance in the stuff that I consume than just this very, like, adrenaline-based, like, straight to the vein, like, here are my thoughts. Oh, this dev's not doing the right thing. I could fix this. Like, the idea that we have more knowledge of the game because we've played the game. Right doesn't mean shit like anyone can be a pundit yeah look mm. at current political commentary <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyone can be a pundit yeah like it takes more than that so i oh don't know i feel like i've lost the thread a little bit here i'm just so frustrated by all that shit and fuck arena net and now there's just a bunch of people uninstalling guild wars 2 which is beautiful good, good. yeah uh hey yeah. i had some more thoughts on this let me just i had i made a little list which is why I didn't have the mic set up earlier because I was writing this down. Um. Yeah. So, like I said before, like I feel like not not to you know. I feel like I I go back to that Donkey Games Critics video a lot, mm-hmm. but like ideas like, you know, the the game devs answer to me because I'm the consumer because I purchased the product right or, um, like game critics get paid by publishers for good reviews yeah. are just not only wrong but like inherently toxic and problematic right because you're just building this kind of whirlwind of of, of hatred and it's just I don't know, man come on i agree with justin when he said that one time it's like i love making the worst thing about making games are the people to play the games yeah 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 no i can definitely agree with that Let's just, let's just all move to like universal basic income and then I'll just make the games and no one has to play. Yes. (laughs)
3: Yes. Yeah. I'm on board. Did I start a a discord thread on, um, like one of the first let's players, like, like I want to say after I I published Woodsy on itch, maybe two or three days later, there were like two let's plays up at once. Mm -hmm. One of them was really nice, but the other one, the guy kept talking about how he wished he was playing Fortnite instead, which I thought was funny. Like, he just spent the entire video, like, it was all right. I'll, I'll be playing Fortnite later. That'll be fun. Which is a funny joke, but, yeah. like,
0: the problem is, like, is his audience interpreting that as a joke? Are they interpreting right. that as criticism? Are they, yeah. It's like, it's like CinemaSins, right? Yeah. Like, I used to watch CinemaSins all the time, and then I started reading creators, like, nuanced responses to cinema and then also other critics nuanced responses to cinema sins and it's like hey this is how cinema is bad right. yeah, for criticism and also just plain wrong right. in a lot yes. of ways like he's just doing shit for laughs yeah, yeah.
2: i mean yeah. that's kind of how i feel about like yahtzee sure
0: right um but, i think i think the thing that attracted me to the yahtzee was that he get, gave a shit about narrative in games right In mm-hmm. a in a point where i felt like no one was was a lot which yeah. I, i'm probably wrong but, but like, i definitely used a,
3: to he had a voice I definitely used to watch Nazi as like a legitimate game critic. She Yahtzee you know. or Nazi?
2: Yahtzee. Okay. <laughs> Over here it sounds like Nazi. And I'm like, wait, up. <laughs> wait a second. Um, uh, yeah. It, so, I mean, it Your def- favorite game critic may be a Nazi. <laughs> Fuck. Isn't that all of them? Womp, <laughs>
0: womp. <laughs> 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 Man. Milkshake what a world duck, we live in. Milkshake yeah. ducks for days. <laughs> um, I will say, though, that his video where he just shits on control alt delete is still probably one of the (laughs) so good just so good um also like the google doodle yesterday i sat there for a hot second and i was like is this loss.jpg? what is
2: it what is it
0: it's like three pan it's like this woman's like 130th birthday and she's like some she was some medical professional but like it's three panels so i mean obviously it's already broken the format of lost but it's like her talking to someone sitting down and then her just standing up and then talking to someone like on a bed and I got like <laughs> there was this weird like dissonance in my head where it's like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Does this person that made this Google Doodle know what's
3: going on? The internet <laughs> has ruined everything. I mean, that's for sure. <laughs> it was a mistake. <laughs> sure was. But yeah, that whole man.
0: That whole arena that stuff was shitty. But also to kind of readdress the 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 problems with diversity especially in like on this podcast and stuff like mm-hmm. something I feel like we're all very aware of and you know I know and it's something I want to rectify right yeah um, but also like that doesn't mean I want to not talk about social problems and games right. because you know I, I listen to podcasts I listen to podcasts that don't talk about social problems and games I talk about podcasts that do talk about social problems and games I've talked there are podcasts that talk about social problems in games that are majority white. There are some that aren't majority white, um, and I feel like as long as we know we that we are just allies, we're not you know, and that we can't be, we're not empathetic, like we or we can't possibly understand the the nuances of of the shitty things, right? That, you know, minority groups have gone through. I just. I don't want to be like, well, let's talk about video games again today, guys. Like, isn't everything hunky dory. <laughs> well, I lost a game of Fortnite last time. Like, like I want the the podcast. Like, I mean, I obviously have like several goals for the podcast, but I want it to be more than just that. Right. Like, I think us focusing on development is good. I think us at least trying to address social issues, despite the fact that we have a diversity issue, which I want to address. And I also, I'm trying very hard to address it in the in the PAX panels too. Right. i have been working really hard with Felix to to address that. We kind of fell short. I mean, we've fallen short in every panel that we've done so far. Um, like there's no people of color. Um, very uh, uh very little LGBTQ um and uh, women, femme identifying people yeah on the panels. I'm I'm but with each one I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to address that and do better with and I'm also trying to do it better with the the podcast and the round tables themselves. The issue in doing that is that, you know, rva gang jams is kind of also kind of inherently not that diverse right i mean we do have diverse voices but it's a mixture of do their schedules line up can they do this you know every single time we want to do this you know are they a good speaker do they have interesting things to say right um and it's and it's a difficult thing but it is something like i want to be i i am very aware about and want to do better with so so i'm sorry will but you're gone. All right, no, see you're, you later. <laughs> I'm off. Yeah, I hear white off dude. Off
3: uh, Okay, bye. Well, but I think with that, you do have to go.
2: Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah. Cool. Uh, cool. Uh, it was awesome So we'll talk speaking about the with whole Donna
3: County debacle without
2: you.
0: Shoot. Oh, man. Uh, God, I forgot that's on the docket. We can save it. I, we have like a billion different topics. I also It'll, want to talk about it, some if stuff. If you do talk
2: about it, it will be interesting for me to listen to I
0: it. also want to talk about this Victory Royale I got last time. Let me try. <laughs> All right.
2: Well, with that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Bye.
0: And We're back. Hi. Hi, Alex. Hi. It's just you and me now in this room. I'm scared. Forever. Oh, dear.
1: Forever.
0: Uh, Help. Send help. (laughs) I can't send help if I never upload this episode.
3: That's true. Oh, I don't know what Alex. You just didn't show up once and just, forget just, that this is not live. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um
0: cool. Well, thank you, Will, for joining us in that discussion. Um
3: Now we can I, talk shit about him, right? Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah.
0: God damn it, his long hair and his flip flops and his glasses. I love you, Will. And his beard. Fuck beards. <laughs> <laughs> the um I'm gonna go back and talk about some of the stuff I've been playing. Okay. Uh, because I have a lot of stuff, but I'm not gonna cover all of it. Let's uh, talk it. Let's let's talk it. i will to talk about a little bit more about uh about Mario Tess. Okay. I Mario Test Aces. I still have not picked that up. Um it's good. Okay. Um if you if you what you said before about the kind of different types of skill sets in Monster Hunter stories and how they how they kind of intermingle with one another. Mm-hmm. I think I think Mario Test does a lot of that stuff. Uh, I said last round table that I didn't have much more to say and that was kind of completely off base because I felt like I didn't fully express how much I like this game and how like in-depth and tactical it is and how it is definitely going on the game of the year list it's getting on there i, <laughs> I will stab a dude if it doesn't get on but it's just it's a so the adventure mode it's fine. It's whatever. Like I'm not. I didn't really enjoy it. Like I didn't play it much. I mean, I only played the. I played the tournament demo demo when it came out. Um, a couple weeks before release, and and that's like the mainstay. That's the attractive part of this game. It's just the tournament bracket. So you start at the bottom of the turn of the bracket and you work your way up. You play about five matches, I think. And if you win five matches, you get the the trophy. And you're playing against other people, and it's always singles. It's never doubles. Okay. And it's just so, so deep. It's just so... Not only do each of the characters... Or there there are different types of play styles. Um, So like I mentioned before, like Rosalina and Boo are tricky. Mm -hmm. So their trick shot can curve more. They're speedy. So Toad is speedy. Um, I think Koopa Troopa is speedy. Um, So obviously they just move faster. I think they can can hit the ball faster. Uh, There's technical, which I'm not very clear on what technical is i think peach and daisy are technical there's defensive so bowser jr waluigi um are are defensive so that basically means that they can play the entire court pretty easily i mean the easy assumption is oh waluigi's got long arms so he can but his jumps pretty far and bowser jr is always in his clown copter so like the mechanical arms just like stretch out whatever a lot of people play bowser jr especially in like competitive like I, there's already been like a pro am tournament or whatever, and the bracket was mostly Bowser Juniors. Mm, okay. Um, and then there's powerful, so that's Chain Chomp, Bowser Wario. Um, the good ones. They will hit the ball pretty hard, and sometimes you just you're just not fast enough. There's one time where I like. So there's some common tactics. As you get better, you can kind of kind of counter them. So like there's zone shots. So a star will show up on the on the court, and you hit R. When you're over top of it, and your character will jump up in the air and it'll freeze, and then your your game turns into a, a kind of first person cursor reticle, and you yeah. you plant you aim on the board on, on their side of the court where you want it to go. Um, just because you do that doesn't mean you'll always uh like do it well. So sometimes um I've accidentally done it where it's like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot it. They're on one side of the court, I'm gonna get it on the opposite end of the court, and I accidentally put it in the out. Because you know, if you've you know how a tennis court works, there's yes. there's two out strips on either side. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll just do it outside of the court, and that's still an out. Or sometimes I'll hit that uh, the net accidentally, and that doesn't happen a lot. It's just like if you're you know being you have itchy trigger fingers, you're like, all right, just wherever go. Yeah. Um. So there's that. There are trick shots. So with the right stick, um, you can hit it in any direction. If the ball's on your side of the court, um, your character will do this special move. Uh, where it'll slow down a little bit, and he can just... They'll navigate automatically across the court to hit it, and you can go forward, back, side to side. So if, like, you're on one side of the court and they hit it to the other side, you can hit um, the right stick, and they'll, like... What while Luigi does, he moonwalks. So he moonwalks backwards, and then he hits the ball back. Um, nice. And slows down time. So it's just kind of like an automatic receive, basically. But that requires energy, so you, you build up... You have a gauge that builds up meter...
3: Yeah, it looks like the Zelda stamina gauge I've seen. And it
0: builds up over time, like when you hit a ball. Uh, You can charge your racket, so if you know where the ball is going to go, you can kind of plant your feet and then charge up and then hit it or return it. Um, But if you fuck up and misgauge where they're going to return the ball to, then you're going to be staying there charging up your uh, racket, and it's going to go on on the other side of the the thing. Um, So it's kind of easy to fuck up that, but that's how you build meter um the the zone shot also takes meter to activate it you can also just do bullet time (laughs) so you just hold down the right trigger at any point if you have meter and it'll Mm -hmm. just slow down time nice um so if you're like way in the back of the court and someone does a shitty little lob um which it'll only go like a it'll bounce very close to the net so you want to like slow down time so you can run up and and return it um, so it's basically mixing a lot of stuff, and then you have your your special move. So when your meter is fully charged, it turns blue, and it's like blue fire. And you hit L, and he does your character does a special animation, um, and that just returns the ball wherever. And um, the thing with zone shots and and special shots is a zone shot. When you hit it, when you return it with the zone shot, if they don't, if they don't time the return well, your racket loses health, and only has three pips of health. Um, and then it shatters, and you, only okay. get, you get two rackets per match. So if both your rackets shatter, it's an ma- immediate knockout. Oh, nice. And you immediately lose. Okay. So a zone shot takes out one pip of health every time they hit too early. Um, if they block it perfectly, if they time it well, they, they get meter when they do it. So you've lost meter, and they've gained meter. Okay. With a special shot, if they time it wrong, their, ma- their racket just immediately shatters. So okay. So there's a Kind of this, there's a lot of there's a lot of meta going on there, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's I, like
3: so many little things, right? So if I have
0: full meter and, and the other person doesn't, then I can use my special move, and then they have to use whatever meter they have to slow down time and try to time it precisely to to block it. If they don't block it well, then their racket shatters and they only have two. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes the game is just like, oh, this person doesn't know how to time their returns well when I do special moves, so I'm just gonna work. I'm just gonna beat down their rackets and make them shatter. Yeah. Um, if they have a full meter and they can use their special move, you can always use your special move to return a special move. So I can use my special move and then they'll use their special move. And then basically it's neutral ground, right? Cause they've automatically blocked it. The trick is there. If you're the second person in that chain to use a special move. So if you're using a special move to return a special move, um, you are stunned more because you're basically, you, you did not initiate the attack. So you'll still return the ball. But what will happen? And this person did this to me a lot, and so I started working it into my rotation of of like of tactics. Is that they used this uh, special move when we both had full meter, so they used it, and then I used mine to return it. But mine knocked me way into the back of the court, so they just lobbed it a short little lob. So like I didn't have time to recover and run back up and return it. Okay. So th- so that's the amount of depth, right? Mm-hmm. So you're just and everyone just does different shit. So someone and, and there was one guy who played Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong and they were just like chaining zone shots over and over. So they never used their special. But every time there was a star, they would use a zone shot. And so I was like trying my and I never had a chance to build up meter. So I was like trying my darndest to like, you know, return it without damaging my racket. But I kept <laughs> hurting it. And so I eventually shattered. So it's it's stuff like that. Some people... Some people rely really hev- heavily on the Boo or Rosalina like tricky shots where they like want to curve the ball and like keep you guessing where it's gonna go. Yeah. Um, but because I play a defensive character exclusively as Waluigi, <laughs> it's it's easier for me to do that kind of stuff. Okay. Some people are really good with the trick shots. So no matter where you put the ball, even if they're on the other side of the of the court, they'll they'll use a trick shot and just slow mo over and, and return it. So it's just it's a lot of stuff like that, and everyone plays differently. A lot of people like doing the thing where they'll lob. So there's four different types of shots. There's a trick shot, there's a power shot, there's a slice. I, I don't know the technical, the, the actual names, but there's like a slice of lob, blah, 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 blah. One's powerful, one's tricky, one's um purple. It's got a purple stream <laughs> that goes after it. Okay. And then there's um lob. Um so basically, X the top face button is dedicated to two different types of hits. One's called the lob, which I think is like the overhand one, which puts the ball on the far end of the court. Sure. And then there's one that's underhand, which is called something else, and that puts it near the net. So people will do. So people won't even bother using their meter, and they'll just use these technical shots, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a whole separate bracket. So there's uh, there's um, standard class and and uh, simple class. So standard class lets you use your special moves and all that stuff. Simple class, you're just using the four types of of returns. Okay. So someone will do something like, oh, I'm going to use this this low, uh, underhand lob and it's going to put the ball real close. So that's going to make them come real close to the net. But if they're really close to the net, then they can't. Then I can get around them quicker. So this one guy was playing chain chop. It's like, oh, okay, I'm going to lob it close. They're going to come up to the net and they're just going to spike it. And it's gonna go past their head and just and until ent- the end of the court, and that and that's a point. Okay. Um. So it's just a bunch of stuff like that, and you have to keep you have to constantly like be guessing. Like it's it's crazy that it's just a tennis game, but the possibility space is so large. Like it yeah. seems larger than an FPS at some at some <laughs> points. Okay. Because just like oh, they could just do they could mix and match so many different things. Like you know, with an FPS, like there there's a suite of guns, but you're only ever using one gun. Like you know an smg just doesn't automatically turn into a sniper rifle on on the next shot they take or a rocket launcher right right but that's like that's how that's how mario tennis feels is that it's just constantly like mixing that stuff up so i'm really enjoying it um i won twice during the demo the the tournament the whole tournament so
3: you got a victory royale yeah
0: yep got my victory royale (laughs) um i've only won once uh in the actual game and that's because of uh, a <laughs> connection error I get we lost connection and when you lose connection I guess you both technically win okay um, so I, I won that tournament <laughs> uh, and I was like fuck it because that person was playing Bowser Jr. and they were just like whooping my ass and it was hilarious because it was like the match point oh so I was like alright this is it This is make a break for me and then just freeze it was their match point like it wasn't my match point like I was still oh, behind by, like three <laughs> yeah. points so I was like, fuck it, I don't care. I was playing this match for like 15 minutes. I don't even give a shit. Like, I'll take it. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So Mario Tennis is really good.
3: So when you win like a grand tournament, does like Nintendo mail you a check? Or yeah. does it go straight to like your charity of choice? <laughs> <laughs> um well, if I have fifty thousand subscribers or followers or more,
0: <laughs> um you do you get they send me special emoji.
1: Oh, good. Yeah
0: no but I, I i really enjoy it yeah it, it 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 has um it has overcome rocket league as my switch default game of choice Alrighty. so if i pick up my switch i'm gonna unplay I'm my Tennis. that's high praise. yeah i really like it except the fucking the ui is just could be better <laughs> you have to click like four times to just start a match oh uh, yeah that's right. main menu go to tournament all right tournament you want simple class or standard class i'm sorry i want standard class it's like okay All right, now I'm in, like, the bracket view. All right, here's your position in the bracket. Do you want to search for a person? Yes. All right, searching for a person. Beep, 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 beep. All right, you found a person. Do you want to play against this person? Like, yes. Like, yes, we've gotten this deep. (laughs) Let's play the goddamn game. Oh, my God. And then if you put the thing to rest at any point outside the main menu, like, any deeper than the main menu, and you go to search for a match, it'll say, Communication error. I'm like, fuck it. Fix your goddamn netcode. I mean,
3: I mean the Remember, games themselves play really well. Um, you're going to be paying twenty ducks for this in September. <laughs>
0: yeah. The best part is that so they ask you if you want to play against this person, then they tell you it shows you basically a reception bar. Okay. And the quality of their reception. So you can be like, oh, this person only has one bar. No, I don't want to play against them. Because this is going to be a shitty match. Yeah. Which I both love and hate. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> at one point, it's like, well, why are you match making me against them anyways? And I feel like this is a really easy way to abuse. Because I can just be like, oh, that person's playing Boo. I hate playing against Boo. No, I don't want to play against them. Yeah. And you just keep denying it until you get a, a player you want to play against.
3: Skullgirls had an eight system for that. Or I think it like matched your packet rate um, to whoever was lowest. Really? Yeah. So like you were on, in, you were always on a level playing field, which was very important for a fighting game.
0: Wait, which game was it? Skullgirls. Oh, Skullgirls. Yeah, I heard like Squirrels.
1: squirrel,
3: squirrel,
0: squirrel Nazis. Squirrel, not yeah, sure.
3: We'll go Nazis, I guess.
0: We brought up Skull Mania earlier. Are you excited for EX fighting layer?
3: Fighting um, EX. I have not looked up like anything for it. Yeah. It's all uh, the alpha
0: characters from Street Fighter.
3: Right. So I've I've heard and, vagaries and, and whispers on the wind, but I have not actually set aside time to read more into it. It's got a skull mini in it. That's all yeah. you need. So that that's what I want. There is there's a gem system in it, apparently. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you
0: have it's Goji, I think that's what it's called. Stop me if you've heard this before. You have um a predetermined loadout. <laughs> um so basically it's like five different gems.
3: Oh, interesting. Can people veto it if they think it's bad? Mm. <laughs>
0: Well, let me tell you, you can buy more of them
3: <laughs> oh. as
0: microtransactions.
3: Oh, even better. They
0: have like tiers of this game. I think there's like a, a, it's either 20 and 40 or 40 and 60, but the lower tier, you get less of these loadouts and then the higher tier, you get less of, or you get all of the loadouts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they, and they all have like qualifiers where it's like, if you do, if you do this thing, then you get this. Um, so it's like, oh, if you dash, you turn visible for two seconds. Okay.
3: Stuff like the that. The one place I saw pay-to-win micro-transaction work on a somewhat level. Be careful! With
0: this this seems like dark still knowledge. Was
3: not great, but I believe you were matchmaked based on like how much money you spent with like other people who okay. spent around that much money. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh,
0: Harris was uh, on the Giant Bomb E3 stream, and he was talking about how he used to work at an MMO publisher, not Arena Net, <laughs> a different one, I believe, um, but he was um he was a a gm so he was he would field like support questions Mm -hmm. and the tickets were sorted by amount of money the users spent so they would prioritize their highest paying customers and then work their way down
3: i think that's how it works in my job too i I don't know my my manager is also looking at like you know what what the issue is but mostly it comes down to like which is our biggest partner you know as opposed to they might be doing that too
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but yeah mario tennis it's a good game. It's a good game, Alex. Okay, cool. They're good
3: games, Alex. I you know, I I keep telling you, eventually, probably. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. No, no. I'll I'll get <laughs> it. I, <laughs> oh, I don't I
0: mean, I'm just I'm just letting you know. I'm I really like this game. Yeah.
3: I've got what, like, this July is is Captain Toad.
2: <laughs> and then WarioWare. <laughs>
3: <laughs> And then, when decides August to show its face. August, uh, we're finally getting Okami. Is is that's when that's coming to Switch It's the Switch? ninth? Yeah. So I'm gonna like be busy replaying that for the fifth time. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh yeah, Monster Hunter Generations later that month. So. Monster Hunter, eh? Monster Hunter. Not it's this game. I might have mentioned it yeah? twice. Okay. Yeah, I found Odd. it really funny though, thinking back on it, that somehow I went through like nearly a year on this podcast never mentioning my love for Monster Hunter it just never came up I who'd guess. have thunk <laughs>
0: who'd have thunk
3: and only to explosively come yeah. out as soon as world released fucking like.
0: sleeper agent
3: <laughs> um, if I had mentioned it all in the first episode Dylan would have been like uh, well he's not coming that back
0: was, that, was, that was a good showing
3: <laughs> but uh <laughs> not so much
0: are you literally gonna have three monster hunter games on your goddamn game of the year list
3: uh possibly I actually am working on, like, a big write-up for my gripes with World, because I feel like people aren't mentioning the gripes. And I have them. The gripes. Yeah. The gripes. Uh, I honestly feel like I'm probably going to end up enjoying Generations Ultimate more, just because it's, like, more of what I'm used to. This is a re-release, right? Because
0: Generations was on the 3DS.
3: Yeah. So, it's like, I think I was explaining this in a previous episode, uh, with each... Oh, yeah. the you. Yeah. yeah. So, like, 3 came out in Japan mm-hmm. and then 3 Ultimate or 3G uh, as they call it in uh, Japan is basically like the expanded version with another rank more armor sets more monsters um, and then that's what they use for the US releases usually what? Generations was the first to curb that it released in both Japan and America at the same exact time got it and then they're gonna release. they released it as Monster Hunter because it was called Monster Hunter Cross or Monster Hunter X Cross Tekken Uh, Tag tournament. In Japan. So, in Japan, it was already released as Monster Hunter Double Cross, which is just a cool name. I like mentioning it. But now it's going to be Generations Ultimate. Cool. Well, I've also been playing more Fallout. Okay. Three. I have nothing to add to this. Uh, That's fine. Besides, hey, has it crashed for you at all? It crashes for me a lot. Let me tell you.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh, I am... playing a uh, quest for, uh, uh, what the fuck are they called? They're called like the Disciples of Lincoln or something. Um, so basically, it's, they're these freed slaves because in the Fallout world, they're slavers, right? Yeah, um, okay. Human slavers. And you, oh, Temple of the Union is like their 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 headquarters. So Temple of the Union, you find it in the like, northeast corner of the map. And it's these slaves that have freed themselves and they've kind of congregated to this spot. And they have the head... Of Abraham Lincoln, the statue, right? And the quest is they want to clear out Lincoln Memorial because it's full of super mutants, and also find a um, schematic of what the Lincoln Memorial used to look like, so they can repair Lincoln Memorial and the statue. Uh, Like one of the slaves used to be a a stonemason; like he was trained as a stonemason as a slave. So I'm like, all right, cool. I remember this quest. This is a fun one. I mean, like, I liked the, 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 the storytelling in this is really cool. Like, yeah. the, the idea of, like, hey, these people worship Abraham Lincoln, and they want a free slave and all this stuff. And this is completely separate from the Railroad, which is, like, one of the main uh, factions in Fallout 4, which want to free uh, androids and want free synths. Right. So, alright, so, so you gotta go to this metro station and you gotta, the metro stations kind of like link a lot of DC, because DC's kind of like falling apart, so it's like convenient fallen buildings, so you can't just walk on the streets and get to, to everything. So you kind of have to go underground for some of it. But this one metro station. Walking around, it's just a bunch of ghouls. Shooting the ghouls. There's one specific ghoul. Every time I point my gun at him and start shooting at him, my game freezes. Every single time. Every single time. <laughs> I have no idea what's causing it. Like no idea. I don't know. I was like googling stuff. Someone was like, "Hey, it has to do with AI multi-threading because back when Fallout 3 was uh, first released, um, most CPUs were dual-core, and so Fallout 3 doesn't know what to do with quad-core CPUs." And so they're like, "All right, go in the any file and and change this number from zero to a one, and then add this new line, and it'll ignore two of your cores and only use, uh, pretend your CPU is a dual-core." I'm like, "All right, cool. I did that. Doesn't do anything." Um, so I'm like, all right, I don't know, like what, like I'm looking at the variables. I was like, all right, I just got dog meat, so maybe it's because I have a companion. So I was like, all right, dog meat, leave. Um, my radio is playing, and I usually don't have the radio play, so maybe the radio is doing it. So I have no idea what's causing this freeze. So I have not been playing Fallout Three, <laughs> but the reason I started it back up was because, so I watched that no clip documentary, um, about Fallout 76 and the history of of Bethesda. And um, Nick and Joe kind of referenced this during the E3 podcast. I made this huge thread on Twitter about how I feel like Fallout 4 is, um feels less like Fallout. Okay. Like the, yeah. art, the art direction Fallout 4.
3: I can have get that. It's
0: wonderful. It's beautiful. But it doesn't feel like Fallout. Mm-hmm. Like Fallout 3 is my first Fallout. So I don't have any, much experience with 1, 2. I know the story and everything. And I know it's more of a black comedy than 3 is. Like three is much more like it's an adventure and you know you're you're trying to find your dad. But like the world itself is designed in like this mucky, like there are no greens, there's no bright colors, it's all this like it's this torrid, dystopian world and everyone's just fucking living in the mud and trying to trying to make something out of it. And if you look at the design, like I put some comparison pictures on Twitter of like this is what a vault looks like in Fallout New Vegas and three. It's like mm-hmm. brushed, dark stainless steel primary and, color is and brown and, and it, yeah the primary yeah. color is brown and like everything just feels like um oppressive and hostile and it's just uncomfortable and unwelcoming and then you look at fallout 4s the design for the vaults in fallout 4 and it's like oh like they look kind of plasticky and there's a lot of like you know the vault tech colors are more prominent and, like here are the blues and the yellows and the grays and like everything like yeah everything looks kind of like more um sterile and clean and brightly lit and it just doesn't like that was like indicative of like the entire art direction of of fallout force like eh, it does not it doesn't, it just doesn't feel like fallout it just yeah. doesn't feel like my experience with fallout and so I've been replaying three to like get more of that right because mm-hmm. I, I played New Vegas like I, I played three on Xbox 360 when I was in high school Um, and I beat it after renting it like 20 times so who God only knows how much money I spent on fallout three renting it yeah and then New Vegas I bought like 2011 2012 um for pc and it was only recently that i like it was like a year and a half ago where i did everything except for the final quest or the end of the final quest and i just stopped playing it and then like a a month or two back i was like i'm gonna, I'm gonna finish it and i finished it and i was like great there you go great game everyone loves new vegas um <laughs> good vegas
3: <laughs> good vegas everyone loves good vegas no one likes bad vegas though it's not a great place. I'll show
0: you some p- parts that can be. Considered. I've heard Bad what happens
3: Vegas. in Bad Vegas just gets everywhere.
0: <laughs> Doesn't stay in Bad Vegas. It escapes <laughs> out into the world. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I've just been playing that. And I'm just like, man, man, I really wish Fallout Four was more, more like Fallout Three, just in terms of the art direction. And there are quests that I feel like are very, like you haven't played any of them, right?
3: I've I tried, but yeah, no. Well, Four is
0: pretty ironclad in terms of in terms of stability.
3: I, it was better, yeah, but I still had like the classic Skyrim moment where I was just like, "Oh no, I'm gonna no." It was it was <laughs> like, like did you get sucked in or what? Uh, I guess I don't know. Skyrim, you hit you hit a point. I remember hitting a point where I had just way too many side quests mm-hmm. and I was not ready. My my problem with games like it. Uh there was a there was a tweet that like summed this up perfectly for me and it never had quite occurred to me until they said it. So I'm gonna be ripping it from somewhere. I'm sorry if you said this um and you're listening, but um I don't remember your name. Uh but it was like the problem with open world games where just you can do anything and you can keep doing whatever you want mm-hmm. is you end the game when you decide you're bored with it.
0: Yes, I remember you sharing this. And yeah. I'm
3: tired yeah sure. t- tired of ending games board and I definitely sort of wandered into Fallout 4 and just felt like as this is the same trap and I'm gonna enjoy it for a little while but after I don't know and, and I felt like I just didn't want that to happen
0: <laughs> i guess the way i solve that is i do all the side stuff first like the main side missions right mm-hmm. so like you know bethesda games have that radiant system where it's like we're just going to keep constantly giving you this fetch quest over and over again like right. going to this area clear out the ghouls or go into this area and get this item blah 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 blah, blah. i don't like those um but like the story based you know the ones that have the narrative based side quests i like um and so i usually do all those do all the dlc and this is how i did new vegas i did all the dlc did all the the narrative side quest um, while doing parts of the, the main story and then at the very end I, 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 fi- I finish off with the the main story final mission because that to me is always like okay this is like the capper right like this is like a stated end point and I did that with Skyrim and I did that like you know I did Dark Brotherhood and I did the Thieves Guild and all that stuff first yeah and I did like the uh, Stormcloak Skyrim Civil War s- storyline I did all that first and then I worried about the dragonborn
1: stuff.
0: Yeah. Um so that's my solution for that, but I mean I can still understand how it's like, oh my god, there's so much to do. And I don't know what's important and maybe I just want to explore but like the the game itself only kind of levels with your skills so much. The, the enemies will level up with you, but there are still parts of the world that it's like, oh okay, this is a high level area, this is a low level area, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So yeah. it like and that's how I felt with Oblivion. Like when I first played Oblivion, I just started Doing the main quests. And I got to like the first Oblivion Gate two hours in, and there's just this skeleton dude beating the shit out of me. And I'm like, I'm not having fun. What the fuck's going on? I don't know what I'm doing. And so I never played Oblivion again. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I I understand.
3: I also sort of, I, I, this is another thing that just occurred to me. I also feel like for a game that is both trying to be a shooter and an RPG, it doesn't carry the best elements of either. Uh, like the feedback from shooting isn't there the the fun of shooting like
0: well if you want to talk about a falling game it doesn't feel like a shooter <laughs> three in new vegas definitely don't feel like shooters
3: i and that's sort of like an issue if it's gonna have all of these shooter elements like i i think i i what it, what it came down to was learning that there's that your accuracy stat like plays into whether or not this bullet will hit what you're right. aiming at yeah. and it's like that shouldn't that not be my reflexes And my physical capability and not a number.
0: And I agree with you. And that became less of a thing with 4. Yeah. Like 3 was like, oh, if you want to use a pistol, you have to level up your small guns perk Mm -hmm. or your small guns skill. I'm like, that sounds like
3: bullshit. It's So there's like a couple things that I feel like don't mesh well and a couple things that are just sort of my personal opinion. Um, I really want to like the Fallout games. I mean... I remember playing Skyrim to death, but I also feel like that has sort of left a poor taste in my mouth. Really? Where now Bethesda games just sort of don't appeal to me very much after playing Skyrim so much that I just didn't want to anymore. You, you just know? You, you and now now it's like, out. And I started another Bethesda game, and I'm just like, I just feel like I'm starting up Skyrim again, and I don't want to do this anymore.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I really like Bethesda games, but I originally didn't because when I played uh, Oblivion, I was like, "This is bullshit. This mm. looks ugly. This isn't fun to play. I don't like yeah. this." And then when I played Fall Three, I was like, "Okay, I can, I'm, I, I get it. I'm understanding. I'm, I'm, I'm understanding it better." Yeah. Um, and then Skyrim, I was like, "Fuck!" I just put 180 hours into this goddamn game. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Um. So yeah, that's understandable. But I mean, this is all just me like kind of building up to. Seventy six. Seventy six and 76 it's like all right what are they i don't think they're going to address my complaints about the the art direction because it still seemed like west virginia seems even more intact than boston did like boston looked like it was doing okay west virginia seems like no one touched it
3: (laughs) um Uh, so it's what i i suddenly had a thought what is with uh video game characters in the number 76 Sorry, I can only think of, like, two examples right now. We're all soldiers now. But, like, and they all have jackets with the number 76 on the back. Well, that's just a vault tech thing. (laughs) Yeah, but Um, also, like, I don't know. I don't know. Ask
0: Chris Metzen. I don't know. Yeah. Chris Metzen, what's up with that? What's up with that? (laughs) This (laughs) is my segment called Chris Metzen, what's up with that? (laughs) Chris Metzen, why do Orcs look
3: the way they do? Chris Metzen, why was that Confederate flag on McCree's shoulder? Uh, (laughs) Oh! That was problematic. That was a whole mess of issues. Chris not...
0: Messen. How's your spinal surgery going? What? He had spinal surgery recently. Oh, I'm sorry. He's a robot now. He had Chris? a picture. There was an X ray he took a picture of and he was like, I'm a robot, because he had like a big metal plate put on
3: and three of his vertebrae. That sounds cool. But also like not a fun time.
0: I mean, that sounds like the kind of thing Chris Messen would get excited about. Like, a oh, bit. This gives me an idea for a new Overwatch character. I'm gonna send this to Mike. Send this to Jeff. <laughs> Jeff Jeff! Jeff, I drew a new one! <laughs> it's just this horrible thing with all of these really bad cultural stereotypes.
3: I, f- I feel like Jeff is like, alright, I'll put with the others, and he opens up a drawer, and there's like a hamster ball in there, and then <laughs> like, Chris keeps sending us Metson keeps sending Korean us s- pa-
0: female streamer.
3: Yeah, keeps sending us these packages and we just interpret them how we think they should be interpreted. <laughs> Why do you
0: keep accepting his ideas? Because if I don't, he's going to show up here one day. He's gonna be like, so Jeff. I saw. I see you didn't get my octopus <laughs> OC Overwatch idea.
3: He he has. What's up a, with that? <laughs> he has a sword. I saw him buy it at a mall once. Like <laughs> <laughs> we made him one. <laughs> oh has, yeah! He, I forget the Blizzard does that. He has
0: like eight replica Frost Oh
3: my god! And a, that is actually the coolest like employee veteran status symbol you can do though fuck a rolex here's a here's a sword yeah screw the fucking rolex like the i think what is it it's like five years is uh a tankard like you get oh, like, a, cool. like a wooden okay. metal yeah. Yeah, yeah mug um 10 years is a shield
0: like an alliance like the lord alliance looking shield
3: uh i think hillion shield yeah yes. um it's
0: justin they give them justin
3: they like <laughs> they like uh i think they customize it for you like, like you get to talk about what you want um get a so, coat of arms you get custom coat of arms on right that. uh you get a shield i think it's like then 20 years is a sword and then 30 years is a ring wow Ooh. yeah and then 50 years you just get to become the president it's a unique
0: hearthstone card <laughs> <laughs> I would like... 50 if it years, was, you get to go on the intercom and say Leroy Jenkins. You only get to do that once. Yep. <laughs> Just
3: once. <laughs> I have to look... I don't think anyone's gone past 30 years. Or, like, they haven't, like, figured out what to do if anyone hits, like, 50 or something. But, like, I do think that's super cool.
0: That... You only have, like, a handful of, like, well-known creators in games that are, like, at that point... like. I've been with this
3: company 30 years.
0: Or even like, you know, I am a veteran of this. And like Sid Meier, Warren Spector, um, uh, Will Wright. Yeah. uh, The Romeros, um, the people that made, the couple that made uh, uh, Sierra, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Miyamoto. Like there's, there's like not a lot of like old guard, right? Like there's. Yeah yeah like you can't be like oh man like that that person's like retired like they're done like Miyamoto's not retired
3: I don't even imagine Miyamoto will ever retire he's got that Japanese work ethic right he's, he's staying here I'm here until I die so it's
0: it's and it's a weird thing you know I think I think about it a lot it's like man what's what's it gonna look like when I'm like in my 40s and I'm like what are, like, the, the pioneers of this industry? What are they... What does is, what is retirement look like? What does retirement look like in general in yeah. you know, today's society? But What does it look like for, for all these acclaimed, accomplished people? But, yeah. So, Fallout. Fallout. I'm excited for 76. I'm also kind of worried, but... I feel like I did not engage with that crafting system at all. The the, the fortification stuff. Okay. So, so yeah. I feel like them putting it more in my face is actually going to make me use it more. Like, I'm not going to get angry about it, right? Like, okay. Like I've never played Rust or Ark or Subnautica or any of those types of games. Subnautica is good, so I would like to try out a survival
3: game in a setting I like. Of those that I have played, I would absolutely recommend Subnautica. I heard good things about Subnautica. Yeah. Um, also, some some solid guys behind it. Oh yeah. Like just just generally very nice people with good ethics and morals and stuff.
0: Are they U.S. or are they? I thought they're European, right?
3: I think they are European. But they had, um, I believe there was like an interview at the beginning, and this caused like a little bit of controversy just among like the gamer crowd. It's like, why not? But they had said they weren't ever going to put guns in their game, hmm. just because like there's too much of that in the world. Which I appreciate it. It's just like, so, be, does a harpoon count? Uh, you have like a stun gun, and that's it. Okay, there's, so there's, there's nothing like lethal. A, there's like a sonic rifle that shoots out a wave, and it like makes smaller fish in front of you like like pause in the ocean for a bit. They like. Yeah. Paralyzed. Um, yeah.
0: Well, speaking of Sonic Weapons, uh Sonic like Racing some some about. Dune. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> I've been playing the new the second season of Batman Telltale.
3: Uh okay. Batman
0: the enemy within. What's that about? It's about a lot. <laughs> because the first season is like three enemies, right? It's Two Face, uh, um Penguin. And they introduce a new woman called Lady Arkham, and Catwoman's in there, and Joker's in there for a little bit. So a cool thing they do with Joker. How much do you want me to spoil? What, I'm do you not care? gonna play. Okay. It. It's so a cool Batman thing.
3: Batman and it's Telltale. Oh I come on! Don't, I don't. The perfect. Mesh. The perfect. It's a chocolate right. peanut butter. I don't mind Batman. Batman is chocolate. I don't mind Batman, but I don't really go for the Telltale games at all. There's
0: like something like I was I was playing and I was like, man, I forgot how good Telltale games are. Like, this is, like, hitting every, every it's endorphin. It's just not my current game. I understand. <laughs> and people are like, oh, they're so repetitive and they're so boring. And I'm like, motherfucker, this is some of the best games writing in the world. Oh. What I saw of Wolf Among Us, I liked. Wolf Among Us is really good. I really like Wolf Among Us. Do you like Fables? Poker, n-
3: Poker Night's good.
0: Yeah, but that's, the, come on. It's <laughs> not this, the, the the new Telltale <laughs> format. But anyways... <laughs> So in season one, spoilers. Spoilers for Batman season one. There's a part where you get as Bruce Wayne, you get committed to Arkham. And the the Telltale Batman game is really good about you playing both both as Bruce and Batman. The Batman. The Batman. Um the and they do really interesting stuff like, you know. Because every depiction of Batman treats him differently. It's like, oh, is this going to be a Batman that kind of stays in the shadows, and everyone like treats him as this myth or this vigilante? Like, is Gordon a friend or or actively hunting him? Mm-hmm. In this one, it's very much kind of like the the animated series where it's like, here's a crime scene, broad daylight. Here's Batman standing here with Jim Gordon. Yeah, and they're and they're figuring this thing out together, which I like. I like that back and forth between them. Um, there's a part where Bruce Wayne. Gets committed to Arkham because um, he's framed for something, and that's where he meets Joker. But in this one, he's never referred, he's never called Joker. He's called John Doe because he doesn't have an identity. But he he has pale skin, green hair. Like they don't go into his backstory, like how he became to look like that. But uh, he's just John Doe, and you actually befriend John, and he helps you escape Arkham by like okay. a distraction. Mm-hmm. Um, season two is very much about like Bruce and John kind of continuing their relationship um the first episode is completely dedicated to uh the the riddler so the riddler in this episode so like what what the animated series used to do is like okay we're gonna start with the origin of batman like when batman's starting out but every time we introduce a new member of his rogues gallery it's gonna be their origin story but in this depiction riddler is actually much older than batman and riddler is like an old crime boss who used to terrorize gotham and then he left sometime in the past and then like a year, year and a half after Batman shows up, brother comes back. Hmm. Um, so they play, they do all this really cool recontextualization stuff. In this depiction, Harley Quinn's in it, but Harley is actually um, manipulates Joker. So classic thing is Joker is kind of the manipulative one. Harley Quinn always answers to what Joker does. This is the reverse. Harley Quinn is like the criminal mastermind and uh john doe joker is this person that doubts himself and always just wants to appease harley huh very interesting dynamics yeah uh, i appreciate that so there's a so there's this group called the pact um spoilers for season two i'm gonna spoil season two uh like up to episode two or three um uh after the riddler the riddler dies like the riddler's killed in the first in the first episode at the end of the first episode okay which is fascinating um but he's part of this greater organization called The Pact, which is Riddler, Bane, Harley, and um, Freeze, and also Joker. But Joker's not, like, part of the main crew, right? So you, as Bruce Wayne, having befriended John in the first season, then um, become a part of their group, their organization. You're like, hey, I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm going to – I have money. I have power. I have influence. I'm going to help, like, help you succeed in what your goals are. Yeah. And you're basically – your goal is to kind of get in good – with all of these people but at the same time you're tarnishing your reputation as bruce wayne um but then you also have to be the batman and like you your ultimate goal is to bring these people to justice but also like you're you're playing you're playing both ends it's fascinating
3: i wonder where on that rich person tier list from reddit i posted like you get to become a vigilante (laughs) um i don't know like jeff bezos has gotten pretty swole I think so he maybe could probably definitely like fund a, a, a full maneuverability Kevlar suit. And well, he literally and funds
0: rocket ships, so yeah, I don't doubt that. <laughs> like,
3: get his but own what control. about a rocket car?
0: Hmm. The Batmobile on this is really cool because it's like a Ferrari. Okay, that can it has like photo transition material on it, so it can turn black, and then all oh. this armor plating comes out on it. Sick! So he can just like turn it into the Batmobile at any point which I really like. It's very much like, it's it's more fantastical than this, but it very much feels like the Netflix Daredevil show where it's like, it's not just about Daredevil. It's about Matt Murdock and how he lives his life and how he tries to balance that with being Daredevil. This is very much the same. It's Bruce Wayne trying to balance that with being Batman. Okay. And, and there's detective aspects to it and everything and there there are crime scenes that you're investigating. It's a lot of cool stuff. Um, Really like it. It's really good. It's really good. I think, the flipping the joker harley uh relationship on its head was really smart
3: yeah i do like the sound of that and that I, that seems like a, a a very interesting direction to take things in
1: yeah
0: and the um actually depicting bane correctly unlike how they did it in dark knight rising i don't think bane was
3: the issue with rises i mean uh, he, he was, was an issue yeah. but it was it Ooh, was they're awesome. <laughs> god Batman is supposed to be the, the greatest detective. World's greatest detective. He's fighting Bane hand to hand. He punches Bane in the mat. He's punching him in the gut. And Bane is like, oh, Hi, you're not doing anything to me. Punching me in the gut. And he punches him in the face. Knocks it like a socket loose on the mask. Steam comes out. Bane staggers like, Oh no! And then Batman continues oh, punching no, him in the breathing
0: gut. Oh no,
3: Like, uh, I, 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 have so many issues with that movie. I think it's it was Batman just, movie. It's it's not it's not a good movie. I don't like that movie. Bane is actually the best part about that movie. <laughs> I don't know. Come on, Tom Tom Hardy pulls that shit together. That's it's
0: it. why is he why is he have like I remember reading something where it was like oh I am taking these influences from like Jamaica and and you know the Caribbean to the stuff because like you know Bane was like imprisoned on like a somewhere in the Caribbean in a like island prison. It's like okay, but he was still Hispanic. Like, he was Hispanic. Why, why? Like, none of this makes sense. Like, uh, Tom Hardy's a great actor, but none of this makes sense. I, I don't know. Anne Hathaway as Catwoman, I think, is the best casting in that movie. She did pretty good. I mean, yeah, I mean obviously, I like Christian Bale is Batman and, and, and Gary Oldman is Gordon, but...
3: it just honestly couldn't live up to The Dark Knight. It couldn't. It was and really sad. In I, no way like well there's not a lot of movies especially superhero movies that can live up to the Dark Knight like there's definitely sort of a tier list now and and I, I don't know I think Dark Knight is still number one like hasn't been usurped um, on the prob- DC
0: side or just overall
3: just overall I think <laughs> Logan's probably number two
0: man Logan's a fucking good ass movie
3: yeah and I would frankly I don't know this is tricky infinity War's pretty good infinity war is probably number three just because like that's a social that's an event see well's not
0: here so we can talk about how great
1: right. mcu is <laughs>
0: did you um also watched uh so yeah so the batman game is really good and i'm excited to finish it cool uh
3: did you watch you haven't watched luke cage season two right
0: it's weird
3: My my, my tv is a monster hunter machine right now Machine. <laughs> I come home and the wife is playing Monster Hunter, and I'm just like, "All right, well, you enjoy that." <laughs> it's an okay season of television. That's what I. Yeah, I, I do want to get into it. I forget who was the villain again. Bushmaster, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. I and I, think,
0: I never really like that actor. The problem I read about this because like, oh man, the Jamaican. You know, you know, talking about Jamaican culture, that's really cool. Apparently, none of the accents in that show are accurate. Oh, okay. So that's so like, that's unfortunate. That's kind of shitty but i really i i i like it does some interesting stuff the second half of that season is actually much better than the first half which is weird that usually doesn't happen with a netflix show or the yeah. me- netflix mcu I,
3: yeah that's what you're telling me and it's like oh that's kind of neat um i i just love i think you would ever ranking uh the mcu netflix series and and i i for one rank luke cage pretty highly i, I like luke cage
0: but i don't like him better than jessica jones
3: I think Jessica Jones is still probably the best, uh, the first season especially.
0: I would say first season Daredevil, first season Jessica Jones, and then second season Daredevil, and then first season then Luke Cage.
3: I think first season Luke Cage is above Daredevil season two.
0: Oh, I like the Punisher. so well, So well. Oh, then,
3: Punisher is inc- up there.
0: Including the Punisher, I would... Well, I'm saying I like the Punisher in Daredevil season two, which is why I rank it so high.
3: I think it's Jessica Jones season one. Punisher season one. Man, Pun- Luke Cage season one. So I finished Luke Cage season I one.
0: Finished Luke Cage season two, and then I was like, that was okay, but I had a lot of like doubts about that season television. Mm. Why don't I just rewatch all of The Punisher? <laughs> so yes. I watched rewatched that entire season of the Punisher. I was like, this is such a good season of television. It's so good. Like, oh man. Like there's no there are no major flaws in that. In I just I, I think
3: part of it is I love what the Luke Cage series does to sort of turn black exploitation on its head, yeah. both acknowledging its roots and like like spinning it. Mm-hmm. Uh from the soundtrack to the costume design to the overall plot. Oh, the music very... is like
0: one of the strongest parts of that, yeah. that show. But um Yeah, it was weird. So like Luke Cage's dad's played by Reg E. Kathy. Um he was he played the dad in that Fantastic Four reboot. I didn't never see that. Did you ever see? Have you seen House of Cards? No. This is what he looks like. Oh, okay. Um, and so he's he's in the show, and then all of a sudden he's not in the show, hmm. and his art kind of ends. So it makes sense, but also like the emotional impact of, or like it it rings kind of hollow. So I'm like, ah, this isn't is so strong. Like, and so I like ghouled him, and apparently that was his last role he ever played before he passed away. <laughs> i was just like oh wow uh geez so i don't know if like he got really sick like in the middle of that season that's why they didn't do anything else mm, with him okay. or something but yeah but yeah there's there's <sighs> there's just some structural problems with that but yeah. all right so last thing because i'm I've, i i kind of actually wanted to mention this but i didn't actually think we would talk about mcu shows okay Luke Cage, season two, makes direct references to Donald Trump's presidency. Oh, really? Which doesn't make any sense because he's not the president in the MCU because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. establishes who the president of the United States is, right? Right if you've never seen the MC, uh, i haven't seen shield, shield. They, they 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 say like this is the president Legit, the my States. only
3: interest in shield was i heard they brought ghost rider and everyone was like don't bother it's like the worst season and so i was like oh well I guess i'm never watching that but it's not johnny blaze so they still have johnny blaze in their pocket which okay is, good which is hopeful
0: yeah um Johnny johnny blaze is referenced so johnny
3: blaze exists I love the comics, especially the new one. The latest Ghost Riders are so good. Have you seen this
0: Cosmic Ghost Rider shit? Yes. Oh my god, what the fuck is going on?
3: <laughs> but
0: anyways, Comics still Jesus Christ, it's he's the it's Frank Castle has gotten the abilities of both Ghost Rider and Silver Surfer. So good. And when he dies, he goes to Valhalla and he's so pissed off that he's in Valhalla, he beats up every hero that's in valhalla it's so good so odin (laughs) grants him the wish of he can go to any time and place in the multiverse as long as it's not valhalla
3: doesn't make any goddamn sense it's so it's so it's per it's peak comic books that's that's what i love I'm so into it. And someone
0: asked him in Valhalla, who taught you to fight? And he goes, Thanos, the devil, and the United
3: States Marine Corps.
0: And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is comics?
3: Comics is amazing. It just, it's, it's such a total disregard for anything that would make sense in a continuity way or even in like a general defined plot structure way. And it's 100% devoted to what its fans want to see. And I have to respect that. I have to admire it as a business strategy, as a as a as a bullpen for writers, like having that be the fence uh, that they have to work with. Something about that just just speaks to me, you know. The readers pay their salaries, so the readers have.
0: To, so I have to answer the readers.
3: <laughs> I don't. I I mean. But then we got lots of Ant-Man comics that sucked. So I don't know. Womp womp. <laughs> the... Um, that was the most exciting thing when Ant-Man came out, the movie, was it was based on like easily the best Ant-Man arc to ever exist. Oh, okay. Which was to steal an Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
0: The, so going back to this Donald Trump thing. Yeah. So I was like, all right, this is make... Like they're directly referencing Donald Trump and even his like campaign slogans. So what is... I don't understand what's happening. So I went down a, a Google hole... <laughs> I think it was on like Decider or some site that basically the theory that they determined is that in order to justify references to both Barack Obama and Donald Trump, one of two things must have happened. or in, And also to like acknowledge that the person that they established as the president of the United States in Agents of Shields is also true. One of two things must happen. Either one, both Obama and Donald Trump ran for president and lost. So this is why references to them exist. Or, and this is the weirdest thing I've ever heard, presidential terms are just different in the MCU and they're two years instead of four, which justifies the timeline because, you know, the timeline takes place in real time. It justifies the timeline of like, all right, Barack, is, Barack Obama's first term was two years and the second term is two years. And then the president that they established in Agents of Shields then became the president for two two-year terms. And then Donald Trump became the president. And I'm like... The the mental gymnastics required to justify this aspect, and I'm sure Will would love hearing this. But <laughs> just I was like, what? Like, which, why can't you just tell the writers? And I know it's the fucking like Marvel TV versus Marvel film. Like, the, there's like there's problems with leadership and and cohesion there. But it's like, why can't you just say just don't reference the current president? What a weird fucking world we live in. Yep. Between. Toxicity on the internet and breaking my immersion (laughs) and my MCU TV shows. My goddamn MCU. Alex. Yeah. Where can people find
3: you? (laughs) People can find me yelling about video games and comics uh, on Twitter at G H O D A N underscore. Awesome. You can also find Will Blanton
0: at X01010111 on Twitter. Um, or at 01010111.com. If you if you like this podcast, you want to listen to any of our other podcasts, you can find them at Ward Video Games on Twitter or on our website at hyphen Games dot com or anywhere else. You can listen to podcasts. If you're listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. We highly appreciate it. It helps us get into more people's ears. We always want to get more people's ears, right, Alex?
3: Oh, yeah. I want them like hanging around my neck, like a necklace, like a goddamn serial killer.
0: All right. Well, that's weird. But <laughs> yes, leave us a review. We appreciate it greatly. But until next time, adios. Bye.